going to be an interesting show. We're going to open the stage. Bubba Joe, we're going to talk to some players. We've got some guests to come in and give some unique perspectives. And I say unique because I know they're going to be. I listen, I can see the sentiment. I can see the sentiment. I know the players are aggravated. But, you know, and if Ripper were here, if Ripper were here, he would tell me that if the majority of players don't like something, then the majority of players don't like something. I wonder, Bubba Joe, how far we let that mentality go. Because this event has done something amazing for my team. It's done something amazing for my alliance, my number nine ranked alliance. Okay. And they are loving life right now. They're working hard. They're working very, very hard, but it's going to pay off for them. So we'll start talking about it in a few minutes. Plus, I've got some announcements uh, to give on calendar updates and this and that, because there's been a couple of those. So... Um, before we get started, unless you want to talk about this during the show, is the change gonna, defense? Oh, is, well, yeah, we can we can talk about that. I was going to okay. tease you about your your failure rate on ATAs. Thought that's where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only tease Mark about that. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Sure. No, uh, about the defense platforms. Is that a permanent change? Is it going to change? Like it is not permanent, but I fear. I don't know what the cause is, and I don't know how long it's going to take. Um, we we can mention this in the announcement section. Let's try to keep it brief up front. I don't know no, no. what I don't know what's changed it, Bubba Joe. They said it was unintentional. They are looking at a way to bring it back uh, the way that it's supposed to be, but they did say it was unintentional. I have a feeling. And, and Ripper and I, crazy enough, we haven't had a chance to speak much this weekend. I've not been in game. And then, uh, I've, well, I was traveling. And then when I was in game, I was very, very active with my alliance this weekend. So uh, I haven't talked to him in a couple of days. I suspect that when they changed some of the targeting in Doc for faction, I think that has is what's done this. Uh, because we all know that the actual power for those Docs has never been right. Like, right. The, you know, what you're seeing now is actually the first time ever for them to present how they're supposed to be. Um, and the reason that they always gave so much is because they're treated like ships. And right. the problem that we had before with power and, and research and all that stuff was that in Doc, you know, everything was treated as like every faction, including the defense platforms. So. I now wonder if this is a side effect from that. And I actually do wonder how they're going to be able to recover from that. I don't know how they do. Um, but I know that they are looking into, they're looking into that, but I'm, I'm almost sure it's related. So, but for the immediate time being, it will be what it is. Ripper has updated his site with the correct figures as of now. So the players can look and prepare, but you know, truthfully, This is what Ripper's been asking for for a long time. I know that people like the big power from guns, but, you know, we've talked about it in Domination and in XP events. Like, guns were always the way. Like, if you didn't have a gun, you were just out automatically. And Ripper has always advocated for more balance there, not only with guns, but also level one researches, right? Um, We've talked about all that on this show. He's been advocating for a better balance 
in those domination style events so that it doesn't matter what avenue you go. Mm -hmm. You've got an equal opportunity of accomplishing the task. So I haven't touched base with Ripper. I don't know if he is going to advocate for this to stay the same. Uh, I am not 100% sure that I would not advocate for it to stay this way. You know, Um, so I'll just I I don't want to get into the show because we could debate on this for like an hour and I don't want to spend an hour of the show. I don't want to spend five minutes of the show talking about this. That's why I wanted to catch you before. I think if they're going to do this, if they're going to keep this, they have to do something about the level one research, right? Because now that's the only thing that matters. There's no building that scores 100,000 points, which means you get, two, you get 2 million points from a level one research, which means if you don't have a level one research to do, you might as well not play. In yeah, you're, yeah, it's tough. It's so, absolutely tough. I had to do... For that milestone, I don't remember. Was it a ticketed event? It was. It was Friday's ticketed event. I had to do, I had to do a level one research, and still had to do, I think, maybe three or four other researches, Bubba. And if mm-hmm. I didn't have a level one, oh my god, it would have been twenty researches to do. So right. obviously, but there does need, at there least needs that's to be balance. You know, it's a ticketed event. Like you can decide whether you're going to do it. And this leaderboard, like it's for an avatar. Like, come on, like. This should be a wider aperture of ways to score. And, you know, and I agree with you. Defense platforms were always overpowered. Um, but anyway, so I don't disagree that they could stay, but then there needs to be more balance to the event, right? Then whatever you oh, build sure. should score Absolutely. a similar amount of power, and then it's just who builds the most things, right? Absolutely. Even the ticketed event, you know, if, if I were, and I'm undecided on this, uh, you know, mathematically, I like it better. But if I were if I were to advocate keeping this, uh, then every power based milestone would have to be rewritten, you know, like, like all. Of yes, it. that would have to happen. Yes, it, ha- it would have to happen. So I'm with you on that. Balance is necessary. But, you know, this will this eliminates one problem with just, you know, guns running away with with every kind of event. And even for the daily minis, you know, some people are talking about the daily minis. You know, for the milestones, yeah. Again, obviously, going to need reiteration if, if this is how they're going to do it. Uh, but I think they SNL- put the scoring multiplier back up because they dropped the scoring multiplier for the defense guns because of the old. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So you know, some balance is going to be need uh, needed there. Uh, milestones are going to have to be reexamined. Um, but again, I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced this is ultimately a bad thing. It just needs balance, and uh, and really, you know, even for the daily SLBs. This is good for more players. You know, are you going to blitz? Are you going to run and build? You know, and uh, it's not just about guns anymore. So I like that in its in its capability, but uh, or in its potential rather for for other players. But nonetheless, yeah, we can get into that. I believe Stevens Aaron is already running tapes, so feel free to to use this beginning segment, and we'll lead in kind of with Bubba's question, and we will take this opportunity to welcome everybody. Good night. Uh, or good evening. Welcome into Talking in Cars with DJs. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Joining you from Route 66 tonight, uh, as we typically do a little bit more uh, during this time of year, Bubba Joe, as I'm traveling a little bit more with the family and so forth. So unable to provide you guys with a studio show tonight, but certainly not a lack of content. We've got a lot to bring up tonight. We've got a lot to discuss, and we will be opening the stage tonight um and allowing players to sound off on what is bubba joe the most controversial event 
than has launched in this game uh, regarding this particular mechanic in absolutely two years. Um, so we we're will talk about, about Red Alarm. We are talking about Red Alarm, absolutely. <laughs> you know, players were wow. so upset about having to grind out, uh, you know, 45 or 50 hostels on Swarm Sunday. Uh, I understand. I understand. It was, uh, it was a very grindy thing. Um, and worse. listen, you have no idea. If, if anybody, <laughs> you know, on, on a much lesser degree, if anybody feels like talking about turf wars, you know, because that wasn't a big deal or anything, we'll, we'll touch on that. Uh, <laughs> good evening, everybody. Welcome in. Appreciate you guys all being here. All right. Uh, Bubba Joe. That's an intro right there. <laughs> I, I know. You know, I will say this. Some people have indicated that the Talking in Cars episodes tend to be their most favorite in content because it's a little bit more conversational and a little bit less produced. Uh, on the other hand, they very much miss their stupid news. So, Bubba, I might have prepared a story or two. I'm not going to do the whole thing because I don't want oh this. I'm not going to do the, the sound road, effects. News? Yeah, I'm not going to do the sound effects. And, you know, if I if I don't have the crutch of my of my bedumptious, you know, bedumptious, but it's a crutch. All right. I kind of lean on that because it's funnier than I am in most cases. Um, <laughs> but I but I did prepare a story or two for you. Uh, for example, like this one, uh, you guys have probably heard about this. Rescue workers in the UK are experimenting with jetpacks, Bubba Joe, so that they can more effectively be able to save hikers who are stranded at the top of mountains. You know, it's super windy and helicopters, not always the safest thing. So they're looking at jetpacks now. But, you know, I'm kind of thinking that may not be any better, truthfully. I mean, if you really want to fly into mountains, you could always book a ticket with Spirit Airlines. <laughs> See, we need a, thank you. We need a drum, a drum roll there. Uh, also, in your stupid news to get, uh, today, a new report says law enforcement officials could be investigating Bubba Joe, how the NFL is treating female staff. All right. Like there's been a ton of attention on the NFL here lately, socially and, and, and all this stuff. And now law enforcement looking into the way that the NFL treat members of the, of the female sex. For instance, they say that the NFL uh, could possibly be discriminating against their female employees by forcing them all to play for the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo! Uh, <laughs> and there you go. There's your stupid news, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, <laughs> good. It's good stuff. All right. So let's get into. We've got some things. Uh, thank you, Benjamin. Appreciate it. See, people appreciate the news. All right. Uh, listen, we've got a couple of announcements that I want to give tonight. First of all, first and foremost, as was launched in the calendar, um, and and I'll tell you, I announced. This is awkward to me. Because I announced a bunch of calendar changes Friday night, Bubba Joe. But maybe one of the biggest calendar changes was not communicated to me exactly super clearly. Um, I will tell you that we advocated for this, and that is the Recruit Mariner SLB. We advocated for one of those SLBs to be modified from materials and directives to help diversify the spend a little bit. After all, even if you weren't going to play in the SLB, three SMSs is still pretty heavy for some players, Bubba Joe. So I went in and I said, hey, listen, you know, it'd be nice if we took one of those and switched it up to something different. Um, and they said, well, what would you want? And I thought, you know, well, 
I don't really want to do directives, you know, because we've got that already. And we had a heavy directive month last month. So I'd like to give players an opportunity to kind of rebound there a little bit. And I will say, looking at the calendar, Bubba Joe, we have no events. Let me let me spell this out very carefully. There are no events that I have found that will require require rares and epics. Okay. There aren't any, Bubba Joe. So this month, I give you Faith. fair warning. I give you fair warning, community. The rares that you're earning out of Syndicate XP, the rares that you're earning out of Cal, the rares that you're earning out of your daily redemptions. All right. Those need to be saved. They need to be saved, community. All right. You have no meta this month. You have nothing that requires the rares. You, you really should be saving these. Okay. Um, don't be going out and running them just because you happen to run out of rare loot. Listen, it might delay you for a minute, but you will still be able to spend that rare loot when you run them, when it's going to pay you to run them. All right. Lynchy says, oh, speaking of syndicate XP whale event. Ah, but no, um, I, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a little bit of credit, Bubba Joe, and I'm going to give a great deal of thanks to this month's arc runner who has given me a sword to follow on. I can either cut myself with it or I can go slay dragons, Bubba Joe, because turf wars, because turf wars was, you know, we'll talk about this. This was largely my reiteration. Uh, syndicate XP was not on your calendar. And when I made the event guide video, Bubba Joe, and I even shared with you, I said, Hey, um, I feel like there's a couple of lighter days. There might be something coming. And I even went back to the arc runner and I said, Hey, listen, I see one or two holes, you know, one or two days where it's a little bit lighter or there's no new event because there's a lot of 48 hour SMSs this month. So, you know, carryover is not always something that I want to bank on for engagement each and every day. It does allow players extra opportunities at synergy. It does provide players extra opportunities at completion if they are not an avid everyday player. All right. But nonetheless, a lot of the active community at the same time will finish those events on the first day, Bubba Joe. And then on, on the second day, there's nothing left to do. And there was one or two days where there was only carryover, nothing new to be added. So he said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I'd like to add a Parabellum. And they said, no. So <laughs> I said, okay, what about a Jelly Brawl? He said, okay, we can do that. I said, uh, you know, the 22nd looks a little light. He said, ah, well, there's actually supposed to be an Armada hunt that day, but it's damage only, damage only. So uh, we'll be able to, to run that on the 22nd. That will be a new event uh, that is running alongside of the, um, the hostile event that we got. What was the first one, Bubba Joe, the one that you said you had a trouble with, uh, like the first day, day one? Oh, maybe, um, duty shifts. Yes, duty shifts. Duty shifts. So that, that's running around that 21st, 22nd time frame. But, you know, uh, the 14th was a day and the 10th was a day. Now, granted, you know, you have busy Sundays anyway. You got Swarm, you got Anomalous Phenomena. And then, of course, we got Turf Wars running with this hunter-killer solo leaderboard, cross-server solo leaderboard. So players could have been busy. But I'm never really going to turn down uh, – I'm never really going to turn down – extra events, especially if I can, if I can encourage them to be a little bit more passive. So he said, well, you know, we do have a heavy engagement that day. What would you like to add? I said, well, uh, and, and he suggested red alarm. And I said, great, you know, 
That's cool. I had seen the metrics for that. I knew that there would be a ton of synergy from Swarm Sunday. So I was good with that. Plus, I, you know, I knew that you had your Armada, uh, Armada event going on today, which was also going to be scoring points in that. I don't know about anybody else. I finished Red Alarm just by doing dailies and Swarm. I didn't even have to go kill any supply traders. Anybody else? I didn't even uh, have to no. do nothing. No, because I had to kill 60 which is less than the amount of swarm I would have to kill. So it's all you had to do. There you go. I mean, it, it was a relatively simple event. All right. Now we're going to get into the rewards here in a second because I've got communication on that, and you guys are going to have to – I'm sure you guys know what's coming, and, and I've already made the announcement. It's not going to be a shock. Um, but the event itself was good. It was low engagement. It was very synergistic. Take a shot. It required very little extra effort so any payout for extra effort i'm good with bubba joe uh and especially sure. the payout the payout that we got today which wow whoa for steel just whoa all right now we'll get to that in a second the the other thing that i i advocated to add today was in fact syndicate advancement and i told him i said listen this is a passive event last month you ran it bubba joe let me ask you why do you think i chose that event just if, if you know me, and obviously I was looking for a passive event, but why would this event be the one that I picked out over any other style of event? Think broad. I mean, we could, we could have done another ATA event, but I'm pretty sure we got one of those coming up on like Tuesday. So if players had to spend speed ups, then I didn't want to, I didn't want to overload players with that. All right. What other passive mechanics do we have? Uh, I'm not sure where you're going with this. So, I mean, advancing your syndicate is positive in any number of ways. So having an event that rewards you for doing that is obviously welcome. Right. Well, and it doesn't cost them anything more. It doesn't it cost anything. Yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. And guys, before anybody freaks out, all right, before anybody blames Scopely or gets super hateful or angry, I wrote this one top to bottom. I designed the milestones. I did the time frame. It was me. All right. So y'all get super angry about it, but guess what? It's a free to play event. It's a gimme. If, if you stay loyal to your daily claims and you've stayed loyal to your battle pass, that's all it is. Guys, this is a free to play event. Stay loyal to your battle pass. Stay loyal to your daily claims. And what? And and here's where I was driving Bubba Joe. Why did I choose this one? I chose it for the rewards, which are, come on. directives. Thank you, oh. Steven Zarin. Sorry, yes. wrong event. I was, I was on the wrong event. My bad. <laughs> That's what I was after. That's what I was after. You know how Scopely loves these things. How yes. does Scopely value rare directives? And now, two months in a row, you've gotten a gimme on they- 200 rare directives. They value rare directives more than a Ferengi values Latinum. <laughs> it's pretty up there. It's pretty up there. Okay. Now, now, some players are saying, well, I don't know, DJs. I don't know. I claimed my battle pass yesterday. Well, okay. I don't know why you would do that because the ultimate DJ school of STFC has long preached using the battle pass for strategic advantage all right however however there is still something yet to come right bubba joe 
Milestone mm-hmm. 14. Milestone 14 of your free battle pass. All right. Milestone 14 contains another, uh, I believe, 850. Somebody check me if I'm wrong. I don't know if that changes with the ops level of the battle pass. So another 850. And that could vary by ops. I'm not sure if it does or not. I think it's the same. So let me tell you, even lower ops level players, you have it even easier. Like for you, it doesn't even matter if you missed today, uh, yesterday's milestone. If you had already claimed it, well, then milestone 14 is going to is going to is going to satisfy you. Now, if you're ops 44 or 45 plus, maybe it's a little bit more challenging because those milestones are written based off your syndicate level, not your ops. Gator says, "Are we going to hit milestone 14 in that time?" Well, if you're free to play, you uh, if you're if you're perfect, you should. If you're perfect, you should. And everywhere it matters, are the requirements the same for all levels? No, they are not. They are not. All right. The milestones in that event are scaled to the amount of XP that you claim in your daily chest. You guys, you act like I'm not a super nerd. Okay. <laughs> Bubba, look at these guys. They act like I they act like I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. I was very careful with this event, folks, and I chose the timing very intentionally. And like I said, Bubba Joe, Scopely giving me enough rope to hang myself with. I'm either going to be a very popular kitty cat at the end of this arc, or I'm going to be run out of town. The debate is still open because of what, uh, what we've done with Turf Wars. All right. But that being said, nobody should freak out about the Syndicate Advancement. It is 100% free to play if you have engaged and even if you haven't all right if you're not perfect if you can't do it well you'll still get 75 rare directives from the third milestone all right the third milestone will be completable just with daily refines also intentional all right so just be aware of that folks all right and and i'm only telling you that now so that people have a little bit of faith in this event All right. Now, I will tell you, Lynchy, there was a small bug with this event. All right. Something I didn't account for, something I didn't write for. And it's player beneficial. So we're just going to let it roll. I haven't reported it. We're just going to let everybody enjoy their free rare directives, Bubba Joe. And we're going to roll with it. Lynchy, if you have a question about it, PM somebody arguing with you in the chat. Or I may direct you to take a look at your event card tomorrow morning both before and after you do your daily syndicate claim. Yusuke says, is it a bug or a feature? I'm going to go with a bug on this one because I didn't design it. (laughs) All right. I didn't design it. It wasn't that way. But even still, Bubba Joe, the event was completable free to play. All right. So now it's even more free to play. All right. Now it's even more free to play. So nobody should have any complaints about the 200 free rare directives that uh, you were granted through this event, which was suggested uh, by me, but ultimately approved by the overlords, and I thank them, and you should as well. When you finish this event free-to-play, you should praise this event, even if you don't get to see it uh, right here up front on day one. Bubba Joe, we've talked about that in in, in the past, how sometimes events don't become apparent to us until you know, until towards the end of the event, or we don't realize, you know, that this was actually easier than we thought it was going to be, or, 
or, you know, this was not as hard as we thought it was going to be or the points worked out this way. A lot of times we don't get to see that, myself included. Scopely has given me a gift this month, uh, maybe a curse. I don't know. Could be a gift, could be a curse, probably a curse, in which I can see a little bit more this month than I typically do. I'm grateful for that opportunity because it's allowed me to spare you guys a little bit of heartache. And I still haven't gotten everything. All right, let's talk about Rescue the Crew very quickly. Just real quick, Bubba Joe, because I also was able to review those milestones and I passed them. So it was very surprising to me, Bubba Joe, when some people came to me and said, uh, Rescue the Crew. Is that one usually a leaderboard? Um, there is usually a leaderboard with it. I yeah. suggested I suggested its removal because of the Turf Wars event that's going on. So I just said, hey, listen, make it an engagement thing. Make them, you know, give them an SMS. Let's not do another SLB because there's already a PVP. My, you know, one of the worries this month, Bubba Joe, was making it too PVP heavy. It's already very PVP heavy. It's ve- it, this is not a mining arc. All right. There's a lot of PVP going on this month. So I didn't want to add a Rescue the Crew solo leaderboard. All right. And, and DJ, Gurr is, DJ Gurr is right. Uh, the leaderboard has a cheese mechanic that really just comes down to time sink and, and pay. You know, so I, I just felt like it was not a super engaging event while Turf Wars is going on. So I suggested its removal. They agreed. All right. I looked at every single ops level. For Rescue the Crew. So players that came to me and said, this is too difficult, I thought maybe I missed it. I thought maybe there was a bracket that I missed because he was a low-level player, Bubba Joe. All right? And I thought, crap, I screwed it up for this kid. Well, I went back and checked. Then I had to message him back and be like, hey, man, like, where are you hitting? Where are you hunting? He was an Ops 26. I said, what are you hunting with? He said he was using, I think, a Voclus. Okay, cool. Where are you hitting? <clears throat> well, he wasn't hitting in the mycelium system, which is his bonus system. Guys, I went through. I, I checked the math on everything. When I checked the math on everything. Here's what it should require. In the neighborhood of between 25 and 35 kills in your bonus system. And yeah, probably about 75 to 85, maybe 90 if you're doing it in any other normal system. Depending, though, because it was also based on hull damage. Right, Bubba Joe? Yep. Yep. All right. So if you were able to punch up with your hostels, then you could get more. But even in your bonus system, and I checked every single one of these hostels. And yes, for some of the 40 level players, I do know that those burial hostels, they pack a big punch. They (laughs) are are mean. They are nasty. They bite off a big bite. But if I'm not mistaken, Bubba Joe, if I'm not mistaken, using the middle hostel, which I believe is a 35, using a middle hostel, or maybe it was, I don't remember, for my bracket, okay? Like in my bracket, because I, I made special care to, to really completely map this thing out because I used it as a template moving downward. Um, for the middle hostel in my system, as an Ops 44 at the time, it would have required, I believe, 19 of those in my bonus system. Now, out of the 37s, those pack a punch. If you're an Ops 42, 43, and you had to kill, say, 16, 17, 18 of those, how many are we thinking? Maybe two hulls? Maybe. Maybe three. Maybe, maybe three. All right. And, and maybe less than that if you can punch up a little bit. 
We do, after all, have some new officers that are giving us the capability of doing that. Punching up. So I, I looked at it. Ra, I'm with you. I was Ops 44 when that event started. I say that because I just pressed Ops 45 I was late last say, night. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. I, I pressed Ops 45 uh, late last night. So, yay, go me. One step closer to the pylon. But, yeah, as a 44, I also did it on one hostile. And it wasn't on the battleships. I actually took Pike, Moreau, and Talon and went against the 39-level interceptor. And I was able to do it in, with, like, six hostiles. By the way, just out of curiosity, Bubba Joe, those 39s, they're pretty mean. They're, they're nasty. They they're are. hard. But, you know, we've got a couple of tools that we didn't have the last time we had to hit these with, with a great degree of regularity. We've got exos. All right, so I used uh, an Explorer Damage Exo coupled up with my multi-capability uh, multi, uh, slot, if you guys are fortunate enough to have that, and then did a, a generic damage for that extra slot. And I also brought my Cerritos. So I was able to do it in like four or five hostels by killing the 39s. Still, you know, still was tough. All right, but, you know, and look at Ra. He was like, listen, I didn't use any Exos or Cerritos, and I still was able to do it in one hull. Rescue the crew was not wildly difficult. And I checked all those milestones. Even after somebody came and complained to me, I went back and double-checked to make sure my math wasn't wrong. I know that, that I have been educated many times in the past about players reading. You know, uh, players don't read event cards. And, and I know that. I acknowledge that. But, but I still like to think that there is a little bit of, of thought that needs to go into some of these events, like the Syndicate XP. Map it out. How am I going to get there? All right. Can I use my battle pass? Will my daily, my daily claims be enough? Same thing with Rescue the Crew. Where am I going to hit that gives me the best? Listen, if you're not going to hit in your, in your bonus system, Bubba Joe, if you're not going to hit in the bonus system, if you're going to do it in a regular system, that way you have no risk of being blown up, what are the best hostels to hit if you're going for hull damage? Uh, surveyors? Um, okay. Uh, battleship. I was going to go with battleships. All right. Battleships will get it done a little faster. Now you got to be, you're right though. You got to be careful because surveyors are going to throw less damage. All right. But which uh, means that you, that you, the, yeah, I'm risking the crew system. Well, but there wasn't any hostile mechanic. Okay. I'm not talking about it. Oh. You're going to, if you're going to avoid the bonus system, if you're going to use the, any hostile mechanic, all right, then I hear what you're saying. Joker. Oh, I know what you're getting to. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I hear what you're saying, Joker. If you use the bonus system, then yeah, for the lower levels, it was the mycelium systems. You only had interceptors there. Okay. I acknowledge that. But if you were going to use the any hostile mechanic, if you were going to do it somewhere else, what ships can almost make up the difference in that three to one point, uh, point go? Oh, you're saying, you're saying all of yours, Joker, were all mycelium? Okay. That may be possible. Well, then um, you know what? For, Pike for, for my ops, for Pike my ops, so risk of the crew system. Yeah, for my for my ops, uh, risk of the crew system had all three explorer, interceptor, and battleship. a lot of a lot of them did. But yeah, maybe some of the lower levels did not. I know that we used the mycelium for those, and those were only interceptors. Okay, great. So what do you load up, Joker? I mean, first of all, we know that you can do those hostels every single day because Disco does them every Sunday. But you could have also loaded a Pike Moreau Talon. And just gone up in there and, and uh, had a field day. 
All right. So I know that some players don't read, but there is a little bit of strategy involved with some of these events. Look at your systems. Where are you going to get the most points? Where are you the most protected? Where are you going to get it done faster with the least amount of damage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So rescue the crew. I checked it. I checked it again. And then after it went live, I checked it a third time. I don't see that this event needs reiteration. All right. If there's a specific segment you want to PM me about, I'll look. But I checked them all. Even last night again, Bubba Joe, I got on uh, Discord voice just to kind of hang out a little bit because I wanted to check these out and, and ask a few players just in case there was something I missed. I couldn't find it. This event was very completable. All right. So there's that one. Um, any other modifications to the calendar? Oh, get this. All right. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to go down that road yet because I'm still working on a change for that one. But well, so we'll stick with that. All right. So which auction would you say was changed? Week two, week two, okay. Mariner SLB week two. So that is literally six days from right now. When did it start? Friday or Saturday? Started Friday or Saturday? Started Friday. Saturday. Saturday. Started yeah. Saturday. And what is it? 48 hours or 72? 48, right? Yes. All right. So starting Saturday, you got a 48 hour event for recruiting Mariner. And this weekend it was materials and directives. Weekend number three, Bubba Joe will be the same thing. Uh, we were able to convince them to throw the community a bone and change week two over to ultras. Now, let me also say that Bubba, we haven't had an ultra spend auction in quite some time, but Correct. the ultra, the ultra bundles have been really, really good lately. So myself included, some players have probably spent those things down. All right. If you're a player that's sitting on a huge bank of these things, you are set up beautifully this weekend. All right. Um, and because not only will there be an SMS, but there will also be an SLB. All right. We haven't had it for a while. They ran some milestones by me. And I will only tell you this, that they are higher than the last time we saw them. Okay. They are higher than the last time that we saw them. And so you should be looking at every opportunity to pick up some ultra recruit tokens between now and this coming weekend. Um, I am pleased that they put it in the calendar. I wanted to put it into the announcement, but they told me it wasn't 100% confirmed yet. And then it made it into the calendar. So I looked a little bit silly, like I was trying to hide something that wasn't the intent. Um but, I mean, really, only a couple of hours later, I saw it, and I shared it in the chat. And now I'm telling you now, there will be an ultra spend SMS and SLB going on this coming weekend, and it will be taking the place of one of the material spends. So you're going to end up with three uh, weekends of Mariner, two with materials and one with ultras. Uh, there you go, Bubba Joe. Uh, and that, I believe, is also a player, a change for the good. Now... If somebody comes to me and says, well, I can't do the SMS because I don't have enough ultras, you know, I've, I know that I've always recommended people keeping a little bit of a bank, but even I've broken my own rule uh, here a little bit lately, Bubba Joe, because the ultra bundles have been so daggone good. They've been so yep. good. Yep, I agree. So I'm pleased to tell you, uh, Nathan, on Server 61, who asked, will there be a special recruit box this month? It will be launching in conjunction with this SLB, Bubba Joe. So... Just in case Mariner wasn't enough for you to dump your ultras, there will be a new chest pop this weekend with the little bit higher cost, but the less dilution and a chest with a theme for very specifically targeted officers that will be dropping this weekend as well. Just to put a little bit of icing on the cake, Baba Joe. All right. 
So, yeah, synergy, Mosquito, right? I've been very, very, I've been very, very, I've been working for you guys. I have worked more this month with Live Ops than I ever have before, and I'm very, very grateful for this opportunity. So, you know, when someone comes in like they did the other night and got all belligerent on me, Bubba Joe, that's why I just, I, I just, I just had it. All right. Because players, you guys, you have no idea. And I will tell you this in their defense. You know, we talk about deployment, Bubba Joe. And mm -hmm. and and I have actually gotten a firsthand look at why some of this stuff breaks. Oh, my God. Now, there's things that they can do about fixing it. But oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it, it's no wonder to me why mistakes are made. Absolutely no wonder to me. That All right. <laughs> oh, man. Woo! Uh, let, let's just put it this way I was forced to think about things in a totally different way um, than I normally do this month all right and it's not just from an event design perspective I feel like I went through and I wrote some ideas out pretty good uh, with brackets and milestones and this and that but <clears throat> there's not just a library of hooks you know I can't just go in and 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 search for Docs isogen. You know, that's not how it works. All right. I have to find an event in which it worked. And then I have to go back and make sure that the event worked anyway the first time. And then if it did, then I can use that event. And if it didn't work, I got to find another event where it did work. Eh, it's a nightmare. All right. Sounds like so, so I am going to tell you, and, and I hope that I, I, and we're going to talk about Turf Wars in a second. I, I'm going to wrap up with this unless Bubba Joe has any other announcements. Uh, I am, it's not bad coding. I would argue that it's bad organization, Savannah. All right. Um, their library of events is literally thousands upon thousands of lines long. Like every event that's ever been coded in this game exists in this library, broken or otherwise, Bubba. You know, it, it's, and it's never been cleaned. Like that was my big piece of advice is, oh my God, like somebody... And they were like, yeah, this is such a project that, like, nobody wants to do it. Nobody's willing to do it. It would take months to go through and clean this library. Um, I volunteered for the project. Oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> good luck. I, vol I volunteered did, for it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Did you quit your day job? I did not. I volunteered for the project, and I told them that it would take me a long time. And they were like, well, you know, a long time is probably better than when we would get to it. And, and listen, rightfully so. Um, I have over the last few weeks, and I'm going to say probably the last three weeks, I have become closer with this team than I ever have before. And I hope that I made this apparent to you guys. I know that this is a product. It's a game. It's a, it's a, a software and you guys expect it to perform a certain way, but I, I hope I made it clear in my announcement Sunday, like there is so much work and there are humans that go on the other side of this. And look, I wrote, um, I wrote myself, I wrote the syndicate event and it still came out bugged. Okay. Now, thankfully it was bugged to the player's benefit, <laughs> but, but I would have, I would have owned it otherwise, just like I'm going to own turf wars tonight, Bubba Joe, because I do think that there's a couple of things that need improvement. I think that I was on in my original estimation that this is what was going to help improve turf wars. And I believe I am justified in that statement. We will break it down in just a moment. But I, I did, like I said, just want to point attention to the 
to the message that I sent out in our announcements regarding the Urbanite and stuff. I think that was yesterday, Bubba Joe. Like, there's humans on the other end of this, and they got kids, and they got families, and and I know that they're on call, and I know that they got to do things sometimes, and they, you know, but I'm seeing firsthand, like, what goes on back there, and I now understand, for example, why sometimes things may not get fixed on a Saturday or a Sunday, or yeah, because because it's just, it, it just can't, you know? And, uh, and while... I know you guys expect it to perform a certain way. All I ask is, is just a little bit. Listen, I expect nothing less than demanding the product work. All right. I'm not giving them a pass on it not working. But sometimes the personal attacks and the hate that's directed at the people who are working on this stuff is really unnecessary. Yeah, it didn't work. And yeah, it's sloppy. And yeah, something didn't work right. But it may or may not be one individual's fault and and even if it was or was not some of the stuff that gets said is probably just really highly inappropriate so um i uh shared he's on this discord he saw a lot of what i communicated to you guys this past weekend and he told me to say thanks uh he thanked me and he told me to say thanks to to some of you guys who were who were being understanding and voicing a little bit of support and and just knowing that, really, you guys got to remember, from an arc perspective, from an arc runner perspective, he's on his own, man. Like, he's very much on his own. He's got, he's, there is, crazy. <laughs> and I told him, you know, crazy. There is a QA team, but it, it you know, that's just, that's messed up. That's just messed up sometimes. And, uh, you know, and that may not be his fault. You know, the Irvinite and the, and the whatever wasn't scoring yesterday, the Tetrion scoring negative. That, that wasn't something that he wrote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was just a failed hook. So, and then adding the mycelium to that event, mid-event, I mean, that took, that took a little time. When did that roll out, Bubba Joe? Like 4 o'clock, 3.30, 4 o'clock? Yeah, it was late. He knew about it at 1 o'clock, maybe 1.15. It takes time to do some of that stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes you can roll with it on the fly. But when you're completely changing the scoring hooks of an event, sometimes it's a little harder than others, especially when you're looking at some targeting things like that. Um, I will tell you, just as, uh, as um, another PSA, tomorrow there's Excretus of Borg. Is that, is that what it is? The Boimler Borg event that was originally listed at 20+. plus. That has been corrected. There will be a sub-28 event for players without the Vidar. But 28 plus, you will have the Borg event, Vidar or not. So hopefully you heeded our words of advice on that in the past as well and are ready to go with that. All right. Bubba Joe. Are, are, are we through the five minutes of announcements? Stop it. <laughs> uh, let me see. Nothing better has a question. Are we who didn't buy Cerritos getting an event? that at the very least gives rewards to start one or two of these researches. I have advocated for that. As a matter of fact, I did go back and pitch my idea about, you know, granting everybody 900 Culver particles and just scrapping that, that requirement of ops on the first research. Um, they were receptive to that idea, but they were really kind of wanting to investigate this hidden buff. Uh, because they said that the, I, the entire idea was that they wanted it to be pronounced. And I said, well, I'm not even sure it exists. And, you know, if 
if I say that and Ripper says that, then that's enough for them to give it a second look. That was the last update I had, Bubba Joe. Um, yes. So Captain Oblivious, it was stated in the patch notes and, and it was stated by a Scopely staffer that if you were supported by a Cerritos and you were under level 36, you were supposed to get a damage buff even if you had none of the research. Okay. So, so if you were an Ops 35 and you can't do the research and you got supported by a Cerritos, you were still supposed to get a damage buff. I don't believe that that happened. I mean, I'm sure it might be in there. I don't believe that A, it's either working or B, it's pronounced enough. I mean, like, I mean, if they put a 1% in there, Bubba Joe, then how, how silly, right? But <clears throat> I did get to have a good conversation with them on Friday, maybe it was, to discuss that. I gave them my pitch. I don't know if they're going to roll with that one or if they're just going to try to fix this buff because they did claim that it was supposed to be pronounced. So like it was supposed to be very obviously visible. So, well, it is possible that there's a damage buff in there and that we're getting less of an effect than the research that we thought. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's possible. It's possible, but players have been testing who don't have research. Right. And, and they're not seeing any visible lift and, and you know, the only conclusion for that is either A, it's not working, or B, it's so small that it can't even account for the min-maxes. You know what I'm saying? If it's so small that you can't even tell the difference between that and a min-max on a weapon, then it's not big enough. If you're, right. wanting, it to be a, if, if you're wanting it to be a feature, it's not big enough. So we're looking at that, and uh, I'll, I'll speak with them again tomorrow to see if they've decided to do anything about that. Um, but nonetheless, so, all right. Um, one hour in, and I'm just now starting on my feature. I had some guest book. <laughs> if if you guys are they all gone now, probably, <laughs> probably so. Uh, listen, guys, if if you're somebody that I had reached out to, uh, you know, go ahead and put your hand up, and I'll invite you to the stage. Because what I wanted to do tonight, Bubba Joe, was talk about turf wars. All right, and I, I told you I was going to own it. I told you that I had suggested changes to this event. And then I honestly, you know, on the last show, which was what, Wednesday, I was suddenly very concerned with um, how this was going to present because I had learned that it was not going to require a pin to drop for you to go in and be able to get these PvP kills. Right. Now, I, I will say that um, I wrote, uh, let me rephrase, I, I had suggested these modifications. When they decided to adopt these modifications, then I came back in and wrote, uh, and wrote the math. Uh, and it wasn't the math that they went with, to be perfectly honest with you. Can, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. It wasn't the math that they started with. I advocated and changed the math to what we have now. Now, there was a couple of reasons for that. One was because I was concerned about lag. Sure. Um, I, I did not expect the number of battles to occur that have been happening okay really truthfully i expected five minute long battles okay especially when they told me that we could not actually lay in the tech to require a pin to be dropped for your pvp points to count because what my original design was bubba joe was merely to mitigate the complaint of dropping a pin 
and winning the event and having to do no work. All right. Which, again, I go back and still advocate that it was work, keeping up with the clock and dropping pins and making sure you had the resources. But it wasn't it, it wasn't, you know, the same kind of work as what you guys had kind of demanded from the players who won that ALB. You wanted right. something more than them just dropping pins. Mm-hmm. So I came back and said, OK, well, problem solved. Like, let's just let's make the points for the zones a little bit smaller and make them PVP. Like, if you want to actually win this event, like, you're going to have to get some kills. All right. I specifically avoided damage, specifically for a very important reason, avoided damage. I went for the kill counter. All right. One kill, no matter what, Rialta or Corvus, did not matter. Okay. Kill counter. Mm-hmm. And that those would provide points. Now, when I did my math, at 150 points, you guys can look. What is it, how many points do you get for winning a Tier 1 takeover? Well, you get 13,000 points for joining and 67,000 points for winning it. That's 80,000 points. I'm in the car. Bubba Joe, 80,000 points divided by 150, please. All right. 80,000. Uh, divided by 150 is 533. 533 by total kills by your alliance in the span of 30 minutes. Now, 533, let's assume for a moment that we do have debilitating lag. All right. And let's assume for a moment that you got 50 players playing. I assume 10 kills in 30 minutes, Bubba Joe. I don't think that is wildly difficult to imagine. And doing nope. 10 kills in 30 minutes, what would that do to the event itself? It would it make would... PvP the same as winning the event, winning the takeover. You got it. It would actually have put more emphasis on the players that showed up to fight. No, it didn't break it, Shorts. It put more emphasis on the players who showed up to fight than it did on just dropping the pin. Now, you're right, Scooby. Lag is nowhere near what it was before. Well, I didn't know that. Listen, they tell me every single month that they're improving lag. Do you think I believed them at this point? Seriously. Do you think I believed them, Bubba Joe? No. And if you did, we'd have have made money. Of course I didn't believe them. That's why I wrote 10 kills Per player using a cow mechanic. If you've got 50 players that show up to your TC and each one of them can get off 10 kills in 30 minutes, that's only one kill every three minutes. And let's not pretend that if lag was stupid bad, even that is a challenge. Like, guys, tell me, you've been stuck in battle for four and five minutes before. All right. Is it possible that in lag of the past, you couldn't have even gotten 10 kills? Tell me. It's possible. It's possible. But I would say I've been in TCs that I couldn't get ten kills. I I I agree. There that did happen, and that that has been a thing. But I think that it is most of the time the lag we're talking about is thirty to forty five seconds. Like there were times where you had to completely restart your client. That's obviously a very different thing. But I think most of the time it was like one minute between battles. Well, and so I'm not saying that 50 players had to show up on a Sunday. First of all, they should. 
they should always show up for a territory defense or takeover if your team is coordinating and, and communicating with each other properly. But uh, not only that, it wasn't required. You still got the points for dropping the pin. You still got the points for winning the takeover, right? You just needed uh, a little bit of push to get in there and play to improve your position in the ALB by scoring kill points. All right. Now, lag ended up being fixed and the pin requirement was not technologically possible. So I thought I was boned, Bubba Joe. You even said, you even said, you told me the other day, you said, you're boned, (laughs) DJ. You're boned. All right. Except this event hasn't turned out nearly as bad. Now, I know, I know people are going to say, oh, it's been a whale event. I'm going to tell you why it's not. I know some people are going to believe it, and I know some people are going to feel that way, and I know some people are not going to listen to what I have to say next, and that's okay. All right? But I'm going to tell you a story. Hey, Glory, if you're in here, raise your hand. All right? I've got IJ coming to the stage. I've got Eddie coming to the stage. Glory, if you're here, I want you on the stage. We're going to have a town hall. We're going to have a powwow. All right? About turf wars. Because I'm going to tell you folks a story. I was scared about my changes to this event because I thought that I'd ruined it. My intention was to make it better. I was afraid that I had ruined it, but I have a different perspective on how this event needs to be played. All right. And it really truthfully is not still exactly a hundred percent like I intended, but this turned out on my server. And I know that some people are going to say that, which is why I'm inviting a few people for my server, including whales and including a level 30 in the ninth-ranked alliance. And by the way, he's in my alliance. I'm not going to tell you his perspective because you're just going to call me a shill. I want him to tell you his perspective. See, look at that. It's already starting. Brent's calling me a whale. It's already starting. All right? That's why I wanted a level 30 to come in and tell you his perspective because y'all aren't going to listen to it from me. Here's the deal, folks. This event is flat out the most engaging Turf Wars has ever been since it launched. Mechanically, technologically speaking, it's working better than it ever has since it launched with lag. All right? And moreover, it is teaching players, albeit two years late, how territory capture should have been played. Okay? This... Do you remember two years ago, Devil says it's done nothing? Well, then sit back, grab an adult beverage, and listen to my story time. Ladies and gentlemen, once upon a time, no shorts, literally, I'm going to time you out for the next hour if you don't stop. All right? Shush. Sit back and listen. Story time. Once upon a time, on server 15, there was a whale alliance. Right, IJ? Welcome, IJ, to the stage, everybody a longtime listener and supporter of this show, and a whale. Right, IJ? You're what? Ops 55? Where's IJ? Uh-oh, I can't hear you, IJ. You might have to bounce out and back in. Don't turn your phone orientation, all right? Either way, uh, IJ is in JAG. I'm going to refer to JAG several times tonight because JAG has played a key role on my server, not just in winning this event, because they are the whale lions, but they are providing an education 101 on how territory capture should be played. My 
alliance is Storm. We're ranked number nine in power. We had only one territory zone at the beginning of Turf Wars. So for us, dropping and hopping was an easy decision. All right. Absolute easy decision. But we knew, we knew that most of the big alliances, right, IJ? They were probably going to look at these rewards, as I'm sure a lot of you guys did, and said, okay, not worth it, Bubba Joe, right? We've said that a million times. Not yep. worth giving up our zones for five days. If you've got five territories and a tier three, you weren't gonna you weren't gonna to 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 move. Okay. You weren't gonna move. Now, again, my intention with the kill mechanic, do remember this. My intention with the kill mechanic was indeed to have players have to drop a pin in order to get their kill points. That didn't work out that way. But IJ, are you back? Dang it. I don't have IJ. All right. Well, it didn't work out that way because IJ's alliance is doing what everybody says that their whales are doing. Oh, it's a whale event, Baba Joe. The whales are crushing everything. The whales are killing me. Look, Lieutenant Razik is on 15, and he thinks I'm out of my mind. All right. Here to tell you, Razik, look at your leaderboard. Look at your leaderboard. Then tell me, why is my ninth-ranked alliance compared to your fourth-ranked alliance? Why are we crushing you in the ALB? Crushing. I mean, by the way, well, not even not even beating you. Are we comparing the ALB and the SLB? Or like no, I'm not talking about the here. SLB. Get off the SLB. We're not talking about the SLB yet. We're talking about Turf Wars. Obviously, DJ, it's because you have inside information. That's why yeah, you're uh, You know what? Absolutely. It surely is. I've been planning this for months. That's why my alliance had one territory when we started, and that's why we're ninth-ranked power. I intentionally kicked all the whales out of my alliance because I wanted to prove a point. Hey, DJ, can you hear me? Yo, IJ. Welcome, buddy. Listen, IJ is my moonshine buddy. By the way, he doesn't drink. Not a lick. All right. And and I, <laughs> no, I, I, the funny thing is with IJ, we're friends, and I associate everything with him that is absolutely the exact opposite of what's going on in his real life. Like I, cl I claim that he's my buddy that I think about anytime I think about the great state of Tennessee. Yeah, dude, dude is nowhere near where I like yeah. to visit. Uh, it's like what a one hour drive, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's like an eight hour drive for him to get to work. But for whatever reason, every time I think about this town, I think about IJ. All right. I think about moonshine. I think about IJ. He's my buddy. All right. IJ, you're in the whale Alliance. The very first takeover on Friday, noon Eastern time on Friday, you had the very first takeover. You had the first system. So my ninth ranked Alliance came in on, on you and your alliance with, what, 11 players in the 50s and another 20, 45-plus. Right, you're a very heavy roster. Now, you, you got some, some mid-spend. You've got some free-to-play, even. You've got some 30s in your alliance. But you guys are pretty powerful alliance. It would take heaven and earth to evict you from your territory. Right? It's not just because of power, though. We're going to get to that in a second. It's not just because of power. IJ is a slave driver. He sends out PMs. He sends out surveys and polls of his players and refuses, Bubba Joe, to drop a pin unless he's got 75 players confirmed for a time slot. Can you believe that? How many other alliances out there in the universe are so meticulous about their planning 
so meticulous about their gameplay and their objectives that they actually carefully plan something. Anybody? Surely there's somebody out there who's as OCD as IJ is. Looky there, server eight. Okay. Looky there, server 29. Looky there. Oh, that's also server 29. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Guys, that's what he's doing to, to be prepared. That's what he's doing to get his team ready. But I'm an idiot, RRIJ. I decided to drop a pin on one of the biggest alliances on my server, and I did so Friday at noon Eastern. We flew in there. IJ, can you describe the horrific scene that followed that deadly and bloody 20 minutes for my team, my ninth-ranked alliance, who's mostly free-to-play, my biggest player is an Ops 46 who didn't happen to show up, I'm the next highest player at Ops 44, and would you believe that my next highest Ops level player is a 41? IJ, please tell the people the atrocities that you witnessed during that takeover. And retrieving is going to give me the classic line, just because it works on your server doesn't mean it's happening everywhere. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I know. No disrespect, retrieving. All right. But blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all before. You guys need to stop talking and listen. All right. Hey, hey. Multiple servers have posted ALB screenshots. Cool. Hey, IJ, uh, I'm in the car. Post my post ours, please. Hey, hey, I Beglin. I love it. I love it. Look, look there. Hey, IJ. The number one alliance has 2.9 million points. Second place has 716. Can you tell me how many points your alliance has? Uh, I think we have about 2.2 million or so. 2.2 million points. All right. So, uh, IJ, I'm going to lump you in over here with server 32 and shout out Terra. All right. I'm going to lump you in with uh, server 20. Server eight, all right, shout outs to your number one alliances, okay, who are sweeping the board. Look at server eight, number one has 2.1 million, all right? Look at APAC 200, they've only got 600,000 points. That server should be really enjoying this. Look at server 10, only 800,000 points. Server 60, 900,000 points. So before anybody tells me, uh, server eight, DJ Gurr says, is an absolute poop show. Listen, before anybody tells me I'm not dealing with with griefing whales. IJ, tell me what your strategy was coming into this event. Well, our strategy was, you know, we're pretty much holding on to our own territories, dropping, retaking, and then going around PvP. And Wait a second. So you're not dropping and hopping. You're going to keep your zones. Yeah, we're going to take, well, we might take one zone, but we're not dropping and hopping. We're just taking our, retaking our own territories. We were going to kind of stay put, maybe take a territory or two, but not dropping and hopping. Shout out Breakfast on Server 56. Shout out Borg on Server 8. Guess what? You guys are doing the exact same thing that JAG is doing. You guys are indiscriminately killing everybody. You whale jerks. You griefers. Right, IJ? That's all the messages you got from me, right? I was yelling and cussing and stamping my feet about how unfair it was that you were playing this event and getting points Right? That's what came from me. I had very few PMs. Yours were yours were uh, good natured. I'll put it that way. <laughs> there there were a couple of messages to him, but most of them were of gratitude, especially today. So folks, here's what happened. We flew into that territory. All right. We we got demolished. 
All right. We just got absolutely pummeled. Although, in fairness, we never expected to take your territory, uh, Jay. We just wanted to go in. We wanted to drop the pin. And we wanted to try to get some points for killing. Right? Because we actually kind of halfway expected you guys to just do what all other territories do. And put out a bunch of cheap ships. Right? You're just after the points. You're going to throw some realities out there. Listen, you do have some G5 ships. You'll probably put those on the nodes. That way nobody can pump, you know, can bump them off. But for the most part, if you're not going to play, most people just throw out the cheap stuff. That way they don't have to worry about repair bills, right? I mean, that's what most people do. If you're defending a zone, you put out the cheap stuff. You run around. Okay? Nothing better. Good question. How do you deal with a three with one player? This is what he writes, IJ. And we talked about this before the show. How do you deal with one player with a 300 million power ship wiping out all your ships in the system? IJ, do you have a response for that question? Because I do. We lose IJ again. Well, that sucks. All right, I've got an answer for you. One player should not be enough to stop your alliance. One player should not be enough to kill all of your ships, folks. Hey, hey, DJ. Yo, IJ. Hey, I would like to add this. I'm, I apologize. I keep getting Discord keeps kicking me out for some reason. But just to give everybody an idea of our alliance, yeah, we do have a lot of uh, power in the top, but it's not like a completely stacked, powerful, high upper alliance. We have people that spend a little bit in the middle, and we have a lot of free to play. And we did do a, a, a group Discord like we do on Sundays, and we were talking about it. And our free-to-play enjoyed it just as much as our other uh, other members, from the whales to the mid-level folks to the free-to-play. Really enjoyed it. It gives us some good activity. Uh, but normally we don't, you know, TCs turn out to be kind of boring because people don't come to them. And so we, as a group, as 91 members, we really enjoyed it. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address some of the things in the chat because I've already said this once. I'm going to say it one last time, and I'm not going to repeat it. All right? We're talking about Turf Wars. The cross-server solo leaderboard is completely different and no different than any other solo leaderboard I have ever talked to you guys about. And the advice is simple. If you feel like you can be competitive in that event, then you can choose to play in it. If you feel like you can't bite off or you can't chew everything that that event is going to require you to bite off, then don't. IJ, I told you before this show, my focus for my don't team, in- don't what? Don't discount no, it. Don't no. ignore it if I don't want to do no. it. How about an eight-day mining board? How about an eight-day no, mining that, leaderboard? You're saying don't do it, but that affects the Alliance leaderboard. That affects the Turf 4 original. No, so it doesn't. If you're staying out of TC, no, to avoid it doesn't. How does that not affect the Alliance? Read your- the mechanics. You do not lose points for getting killed in the Turf Wars ALB. This is I didn't the problem, say you did. folks. I didn't say you did. I'm saying the Hunter leaderboard affects your decision on whether you want to participate in that Alliance leaderboard because you are affected in the other one. Cool. So you choose your path? Is that what you're saying? And that choice affects the first one. You're saying it no. has no bearing on it whatsoever, but it, it does have a bearing. That's all Absolute. I'm saying. Absolutely not. You can, As a matter of fact, they're very asynchronous events okay you can choose to pursue the team avenue in the alb which invariably is going to involve realtas fortunates okay 
you're going to need cheap ships if you're going to win a territory. It's just the way it is. Okay? They're going to die. It's just the way it is. So you have to choose one or the other. See, I knew this was going to be a very controversial show. Nobody's going to like it, but I'm here to tell you. is what it is. This event has rolled out the way that, and, and they're happy with it, by the way. The feedback is crazy enough, way more positive than you guys are giving it credit for. But regardless, this is, this is the way it rolled out. And no, the SLB has no bearing on the ALB. All right? Absolutely none. You could choose to do the SLB, in which case you show up with big ships, and it'll be expensive, and you kill what you can, right? You could even still play, uh, plant some pins. You could still win a zone, Karkin. But you need to decide whether or not the XLB, uh, the XSLB, is going to be important enough for you to try and place in that versus supporting your team in the best way possible. Because if IJ has a team of whales, like everybody said, if IJ has a team of whales that are wiping you out at the system entry points, well, there's ways to combat that. Guys, territory capture has always been about strategy, or was supposed to be about strategy. It was supposed to be about strategy, all right? And it got away from that because of lag. Two years. I, Blue, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care for your comments, okay, buddy? Really truthfully. I care zero about that comment. I just told you 10 minutes ago to be respectful to human beings. If you're not going to do that, you can find yourself the door. I love you. You've been here a long time, but that is not necessary. So cut it out. Secondly, there is a way to play territory. Okay. There is a way to play territory. And it's not showing up to be fodder for the whales. It's not. IJ, what did we do today when you were? I brought IJ up to help me illustrate a point. IJ, when, when you're in there sweeping everything, killing everything, indiscriminately, by the way, you're killing anybody. Doesn't matter if they dropped a pin. Doesn't matter if it's my team. Doesn't matter if it's another team. You're killing everything. You're going for the, you guys are going for the points. Not only in doing so, but you've got the ships to support going for the SLB at the same time. So you guys are capable of biting off and chewing, right? My ninth ranked alliance, maybe not. Maybe not. And probably, I would imagine, for 80% of you people, probably not. And that's what pisses you off. That's what drives you crazy about this event. You can't do it. It's not fair. Well, then you need to recognize it. Listen, how, how many people are going to win a full unlock of Mariner this weekend because they got outspent by somebody? Go ahead. How many? Is that fair? No, it's just who was in the better position or had the most resources to spend to do it, okay? I don't care if your server is not my server, DJ Gurr. They have 2.2 billion points. You mean to tell me that they're not killing everything? 2.2 billion points, and they have not dropped pins except for on their own zones. You mean to tell me that they're not killing everything? Because trust me, they are. Now, secondly, or uh, the next point, how do you get around them? And this is the teaching part, all right? I've told you why I think it's good. You guys disagree. So you can either tune out now and never play in this event again, or I'm going to teach an alliance exactly what I just taught my alliance, who, by the way, also thought I was stupid, thought I was crazy, and thought it would never work. IJ, who's number two on our ALB? IJ disappeared again. My team, my ninth-ranked lobby team, no power, 
three players at ops 41 or higher. Dang on. Sorry, DJ. I'm back if you can hear me. It's all good. It Wham says, see, Wham is going to diminish my effort. And I'm not going to let you, Wham. I love you. He says, you're only number two because nobody else is playing. Well, that's not true because you're at least getting points for dropping and taking over your own zones, right? Right? So you are playing. If you're dropping and retaking your own zone, then you're playing. Now, you may not be engaging in the kill piece of it, all right? But you're dropping and taking over your own pins, so you're getting points there. And if those are the only points you're getting, then it's not going to be enough, Wham, which is the way I wanted this event. This is the way we've all said we wanted the event. Dropping pins should not be enough. We said that the last run. So, no, I'm not surprised, Wham, about your placement on the leaderboard. You say you chose not to play? then that's fine. You guys still chose to, to drop and plant your pins. You're just not dropping and hopping, which is also fine because a lot of players did look and say that the points weren't worth it. But wham, even if you weren't dropping your territories, you still could PVP if you wanted. That's what Jag's doing. I mean, if you wanted, you didn't have to. You clearly chose not to, and that's fine. My alliance is ranked number two. Because we did plug in. Because we did engage. And I'm here to tell you, Wham, with all the love in the world, right now, engage in this event, you would not beat us. If you decided right now, moving forward, you were going to try, you would not. Because of what we have done to set ourselves up with this, with this event. All right? Now, obviously, not playing in the event is the choice. But if, it, okay, Butcher, if it's the choice then how come you're complaining that it's not fair and that the whales are just grinding everybody into dust? If it's a choice, don't do it. Which is what we've said about every SLB kind of ever for all of time. Now, SLB notwithstanding, because I don't think it's related to this event, you score in it the same way. You go get the kills, but you also lose points for dying. So if I was going to show up with a Rialta, if I was going to show up in a Rialta, then I'm making a choice. Just like you guys say, the choice. If I'm showing up in a Rialta, I'm making a choice. I know I'm going backwards in points. All right? Now, JAG is winning the, the ALB, clearly. I'm not saying that in this event, there's still ways that you could get second or third. And listen, if, if JAG's alliance decided not to go PVPing everywhere, they didn't give up their territories. If they chose not to PVP, we would have beaten them. So from even my own alliance, I heard this on Friday. Oh, man. Oh, man, Jag is crushing me. I can't get in. I can't score. We can't win. This is hopeless. Oh, Jag, you bunch of bullies. We can't do it, IJ. You guys suck. Except we started looking at the complaints one at a time. All right. What was the first complaint? Throw one at me, folks. I, I've seen this one a lot. How about I'm getting killed before I can even. You're talking, TJ, you're, you're talking about a power dynamic. I'm ninth ranked against Jag, okay? There's not really any wider of a gap here possible for somebody who's going to be active in play. But the first one that I heard is I can't get in the system. They're killing me because I can't even get the system to load before they're killing me. They're camping the spawn points, right? So how do we get around that? How do we get around it? Somebody tell me. I know. People don't remember all the tools that they've got, Dr. Juby. What are the tools that you've got to get into a territory capture without dying at the spawn point? All right, we can cloak. 
oh, Zebrant, spend money on Tetrions. Get out of here with that garbage. You get three free cloaks every single day. Well, two, maybe, depending on your level. Every single day. And hopefully you keep a decent little bank of them. I told my team, don't do your dailies for your cloaks leading up to this event. You're going to need all the Tetrions we could need. Don't spend them. Don't spend them. Don't do the dailies for these couple of days. Not for points incognito. No, I don't get I I don't care. I want to win the takeover. That's what you guys are missing. Why are you so fixated on this damn SLB? Turf Wars is what we're talking about. Listen, I'm here to tell you, Hunter Killer may come or go. Turf Wars is here to stay. Okay? It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Otherwise, it would have been dropped a long time ago. All right? Incognito says, how do you win with one cloak? Well, it might take a second cloak, but you could do it with one. Here's how. You're going to get into the system. That's all that you really need to do. You need to get into the system without dying immediately, right? You can take that ship wherever you want. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Middle of the system, not recommended. I'd take it to a far edge somewhere without a leading entry point. But what that allows you to do is now see the system. <clears throat> you can see inside it. <sighs> Zebrant, I understand that the SLB is inside of Turf Wars. It's a different event. Moreover, it's an event we've never seen before. It could return. It might not. But Turf Wars has always been here. The ALB. All right. I mean, whatever. It's the first. First time you've ever seen Hunter Killer. It could be back. Maybe it will be. Some people are loving it. All right. No, you did not see Hunter Killer last month. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, you get your cloaked ship inside, and that now allows you to see the system. Once you see the system, what is it that, that players struggle with? Getting their ships in, right? Because people are camping the entry points. But that system has a 180-degree view of where you can pop into that system with no impulse in any way, shape, or form. You can choose your entry point. You can choose your entry point. So how about you look around where everybody is camping, where everybody's looking, and you choose a point where you can get a Rialta in or a Botany Bay in or a Fortunate or whatever it is you're going to bring. Maybe it is your auger, your maxed auger that you're going to bring in, and you still need to get past that G5 ship. But you'll bring in the maxed auger because maybe you are trying to go for kills. Doesn't matter. At this point, you just need to get in. If they sit on every point, what, what, what are you talking about, Butcher Boy? There's not multiple points. You got two points of entry into a system. Moreover, I just said that those points of entry span 180 degrees. You don't have to, if you are looking at the system, you can choose where you fly into that system. <clears throat> and unless they have 150 or 250 ships all lining up in a, in a semicircle around the entry points, which is not likely, all right? But if they do, well, good on them. That's good strategy. But you will be able to get into that system. Now, once you get in, once you get in, well, they're going to kill me anyway. IJ, your ship's just going to kill me anyway once I get in. So what's the point of flying in? Well, I do have a Rialta, and I have a young guy named Pan, okay? So I can get in there, and I can at least evade you for a few minutes, all right? Maybe not even a minute. Maybe I just need to get in there to get my TC points. Because how do we score in TC, folks? How do we score in TC? <clears throat> you be there at the turn of the minute. No, Chewie, you don't kill. <laughs> hey, DJ, I will you tell you. Be in there at the 
Turn of the minute. Yeah, go ahead, Ajay. A Rialto with a pan crew is the bane of all large players. It is the most frustrating thing that you can possibly imagine, chasing one of those around. It is. Absolutely. All right. You will be able to evade any G5 ship. Any G5 ship. Really, almost any ship in the game with a speed crew on a Rialta. Okay? I said almost. Fortunately, there's not too many Sompex running around in the galaxy there, Ravager. But even a Rialta with a full speed crew, all right, it can move around pretty daggone good. All right. Now, you know what? I'll give one conciliation. I'll give you one conciliation, folks. If you've got that whale alliance who's actually trying to win the takeover, yeah, that's going to be pretty tough. IJ, if all your ships were sitting on the nodes, then I'm not going to win that takeover. Right? I mean, plain and simple. Not going to win that takeover. But most of these guys are not giving up their zones. I mean, if you guys... Heard that theme here tonight? Raise your hand if you're a Whale Alliance and you've given up all five of your territories to play this event. Nothing better says you don't score if you don't kill. Not true. But most alliances are not trying takeovers. They're just PvPing for points. Well, that makes it easy to win. Nothing better. At least it makes it easy to win the zone. Right? Makes it easy to win the zone because they haven't dropped a pin. So you have to outscore them in TC points. <clears throat> and it doesn't matter how many times my Rialta dies. I can still score points in TC. Oh, butcher, but you can't fly in. You see, you're not listening. I've just told you how to fly in. Moreover, I've told you what ship to use. All right, and I'm going to give you a little bit more. How about you time your warp, RJ? How about this? How, how much would this piss you off? You're a big bunch of bad whales. When there's three seconds left on the turn of the minute and all of a sudden a Rialta pops in at the system edge. Hey guys, if you warp into a system with three seconds left on the turn of the minute and you pop in on the system's edge, do you score a point after those three seconds? Sure do. Then what could I do? I could, I could leave. I could warp out. Now, if there was a smaller number of ships, and this is going to be an if, and it is going to depend on your server and depend on that battle, really. If you feel like you can navigate in there for a while, start running. Do you go straight to a node? Do you go straight to a capture node and sit there and park with a Rialta? No. No. What do you do, Bubba Joe? You, you, <laughs> you run, run. You run. You run. You run like crazy because IJ's going to chase you down. You run, but you don't just run. What am I doing at the same time? I'm not going to ignore the nodes, Nathan, but I'm going to try. Yep, Rex has got it. I'm going to try. I'm going to look at where I'm moving. And by the way, I'm only doing this with like one or two ships. Here's another one in this particular scenario when there's PvP kills going on. In a normal takeover, you bring all the ships because it doesn't matter if you die. I told my team in this one, Listen, I would only bring the number of ships that you can effectively manage, right? Bring two or three that you can effectively manage because bringing six, that's too much for anybody to manage. But moreover, I'm going to look at what that system's navigation looks like. If I can move around, if I can get around somebody, if I can move around someone and get to a node at the turn of the minute, now I'm going to get three points. Guess what? After the turn of the minute, 
and I might even wait one more second just for dramatic effect. I'm going to start running again. All right. Now, IJ, funny story. IJ, big bad whale. What ship, Bubba, do you think he brought in to catch me doing that strategy right there? Sadar. He actually brought another Rialta. Oh. Big bad mamma jamma whale had to bring a Rialta to stop me. And what did he do? He brought the Rialta. He tied me up in time for another ship to get there and spam me. Probably like a 500 Rialta, though. <laughs> it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. But you know what? We did still get capped at the, five, at the 100 battle limit or 100 round limit, so I was still able to get away. But he stayed on top of me. He stayed on top of me. All right? Man, how funny is that, IJ? Big bad whale had to bring in a Rialta just to stop little old me. That was my scout ship. (laughs) Fair enough. But, you know, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Incognito says you lost the TC. Nope. Won that one. Because IJ wasn't dropping pins. Now, if you have a Whale Alliance, I I will acknowledge this one scenario, Bubba Joe. If you've got a Whale Alliance who is actually dropping pins in order to hop and drop, if you've got an alliance out there who has decided to give up all five territories and chase this ALB in addition to the SLB by planting pins, winning, and then dropping everything. Well, to coin a phrase from Bubba Joe, you're boned. Okay. Then you're boned, but you know what? You could still score second place. How would you score second place? You're still going to drop those pins. All right. You're going to PVP your little tart, your little heart out, and you can still do it with Rialtas, especially if that other team's bringing Rialtas. All right. I bet that big whale team probably does have a couple of speed Vidars running around. You could always jack up a speed Sally, a speed Sally versus a speed Vidar. Even you, IJ, you've got your 55. I'm 45. But if I took my Sally against your Vidar, I'd still win, right? Yes, sir. If we're, if we're doing speed cruise. Okay. No, Livonius, you're not listening. The whale Alliance is winning on my server. You're right. I'm not talking about taking first place. I'm talking about taking something better than 10th or better than 15th or, you know, better than nothing at all. Because my alliance has never placed in stuff like this. By using a different strategy, by beating the whales at their own game, they have been able to learn how to play TC, which is which should have happened two years ago. Okay, should have happened two years ago. People should have been timing their entry. They should have been running around. They should have been timing their impulse to land on a node and then hightailing it out of there. And if you're a player that is capable or strong enough to PvP, then you can engage in that. Then there's an event for you, which is the SLB. All right? How many times, and and I do agree, Stevens Aaron, people are way too focused on being number one. I don't care if IJ's team is number one. I would have loved to have been number one, but finishing number two is still a fantastic feat for my team. I mean... How would you guys like it if we took all the recruiting SLBs and just hacked them all off, Bubba, and we'll just make it one spot deep? Oh, so DJ. They, because uh, second, through, second through 30 doesn't matter, right? That's what everybody's saying. Second through 30 doesn't matter. So we only need the top spot. We'll take them out. So there's a legitimate question that I was thinking about as you were describing this strategy from Azul Joker. Okay. I don't understand how you are landing on a node. Aren't they all covered by ships bigger than a Rialta? Okay, good question. Hey, IJ, did you drop a pin? 
No, there, the, every node was going to be open and capture nodes would be open. Everything's open because they're getting blown up. In this event, guys, now this is a unique perspective, but this is why this conversation is unique. This is a unique situation for this event. There, the, all the capture nodes were wide open. Why would that be? Because your whale alliance was killing everything. They were killing the capture nodes. They didn't plan a pin, Bubba. They didn't give a damn about the capture nodes. They were killing everything. So there were nodes open everywhere. Now, in a traditional territory, that's going to be a little bit different, right? But even in a traditional territory, you're not going to have 50, you know, 50 whale ships running around blocking every point of entry. Those ships are going to be sitting on nodes, all right? And if they're not putting their big whale ships on the nodes, well, then you can at least bring in 50 other ships and run around like crazy with your Rialtas and your Corvettes and et cetera, et cetera, all right? But no, there were no nodes at all unless somebody was able to sit on one for the turn of the minute and then keep eye-tailing it, all right? Out of all the territories that we've joined, and we certainly haven't won them all, most of them have been defended against, we've won four this way. Timing your warps, cloaking in so you can see the system. Oh, let me ask you a question then, DJ. So just, sure. just, just, I, 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 I. So there's a couple of people in chat that I, I would like to hear from because we were talking earlier and I think they have a very different perspective that is that is oh, a very different does. environment than what you have um, on your server. But, but so, well, what happens, okay. what happens if IJ's alliance doesn't show up? If they don't show up? Yeah. Well, then it's a, then it's a battle against whoever else has dropped a pin, I guess. Strategy changes at that point. All right. You can bring in fast ships. I still think there's a place for Rialtas and Botany Bays in a traditional takeover. I've said that for two years. But if you don't have whales, all right. Now, listen, maybe, maybe you are taking a territory from a VIP alliance. Well, even then, that's going to be challenging, right? Because then they're going to be on the nodes, this and that. But, I mean, if you're dealing in a situation where your head's up against somebody else, all right, or maybe you do have a coalition that you're fighting against. I know a lot of servers still have Kingmaker teams, all right? I'd be very curious to hear what these kind of events are doing to the internal politics of some of these kingmakers. Who's going to win? Who's going to take the points? I'd be curious to see some of those conversations. All right. But, I mean, if it's just a straight-up TC, well, at least now you can play in one, Bubba. There's no lag. So you can still do True. the same thing. If you're outgunned, you can warp into the edge. You can cloak a ship in so that you can see what's going on. But here's the thing. Once you get a Rialta in there, even when your cloak runs out, you could still run that Rialta around. Maybe your other ship dies. Maybe you can manage it well. That's fine, too. But at least the Rialta can get in there and maybe even stay in there for a while. All right. In the meantime, you're bringing other ships in, maybe trying to plant them on nodes. Maybe you're bringing a PvP ship in, and you're going to start wiping out other players. I mean, you're going to have to see this evolve in front of your eyes and make a choice. There's no one size fits all, which I know someone is going to turn back against me in a minute, but there is still strategy to playing this event. There's ways to score TC points, just like there's ways to score SLB points. If that's your focus, right? It's still going to come down to the numbers, still going to come down to Alliance cooperation. It's still going to come down to team play None of these scenarios work at all if you got six people that show up to your takeover. None of them. It's going to take a team. And yes, timing your warps, timing your impulse, popping on a node, 
If you can, if you can't, don't try. If you feel like you're going to die, if you try to cut inward and get to a node, then don't do it. Stay alive. You will score more points being alive than you would be being dead. Even if you happen to get to that node, maybe you get the points for it if the clock is in your favor, but then you die. Then it takes, what, 60 seconds to come back? You've missed at least one other point there. All right? So there are opportunities for you to work this system using the clock. The clock has to matter. All right? Now, Bubba, you've been watching the chat. I'm a mm-hmm. supervillain tonight. It happens every few months that I'm just a big, giant asshole. Well, and I, it's fine. I could turn this around. I could suggest that they get rid of the amalgam again. Then, then you'd be the hero. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Hey, don't forget, everybody. I gave you 200 free rare directives. <clears throat> All right, before before you before you hate on me. All right, I got I got you 200 free rare directives. That turned fast. <laughs> yep, that's right. All right, uh, let's let's bring some people up to the stage. All right, I, I want to hear from you guys. You guys say that I'm not listening. I'm going to. You guys have a chance now. I've told you how my team is playing this event. It's not going to work blanket flat out for everybody, but you're going to have to look at this, choose what works. Listen, we've changed strategy even inside the same takeover. IJ, you've seen it. Like even within the exact same takeover, we will switch ships. We will use something different. If you guys, for example, in one of them today, um, the other alliance who did drop a pin They were flooding the system. They were even flooding you guys, weren't they, IJ? You could not keep up. Very well-organized takeover. Shout out Nears. Very much so. so. They did an excellent job. They probably organized the most beautiful takeover I have seen all week long. And I might suggest, now obviously, IJ, if you guys were playing the event differently, which is why this matters to folks. You need to hear this piece. If you were playing the event differently, then Nears would have played the event differently. But because of how you were playing the event, they adapted, they flooded the system. Moreover, they had numbers. They were online. They were ready. They had 60-plus alliance members ready to go. And if, which would never happen, but if IJ actually had planted a pin on that takeover, IJ, I bet you $5 you would have lost with the participation that you had today. Now, obviously, oh, like I said, absolutely. You, would, you would not have dropped a pin on that unless you had done all your prep work and had everybody committed and confirmed. But based on all of the whale ships that showed up to this takeover, Nears would have beat them with volume. All right. IJ, you couldn't keep up. Literally, for every hostile you kill or every blue ship you killed, five more warped in in their place. It was incredible to watch. It really was incredible to see. I was competing against Nears about, Bubba Joe, about 15, 20 minutes in, and I kept my people in it for a while. Uh, Once, uh, what is it, overdrive started, like that last 10 minutes, I told my people to bow out. I said, just go. We ain't winning this. We ain't winning this. They were so prepared. So prepared. It's crazy. Um, and that's that's how you play it. That's how you win. Uh, that said, I know. I'm a big jackass, Bubba Joe. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. But that won't work on my server. Well, then take a piece of it and fit it to your situation. Because you know what? If you can't get in the system, that's on you. There is a way. Guaranteed. 
100% that you can get into that system. And it's a free-to-play mechanic. It's a cloak. Everybody in the game has a Rialta. Everybody has a Rialta. Right there are two ships that you can get into a system, guaranteed, 100%. With that, Bubba Joe, I am going to open the stage. I do have a couple. I Beglin, are you still awake? Oh, my God, it's so late. I told you 8 o'clock, and here it is, two hours Yeah, later. I'm still here. Bubba, I Beglin's like, yeah, I got to wake up for work in about 17 minutes, so can you make this quick? <laughs> um, now, listen, here's what I've done. I know. I can already see it, Bubba Joe. The chat, the general community is very unhappy with me. They're very unhappy with the event. And I am going to give you guys a chance to sound off, but I don't want it to be a completely one-sided scream, yell, moan fest. So I took a couple of players who sent me messages about how much they loved this event. And I'm going to let them start, and then we're going to open the stage to everybody else. Bubba Joe, what, what's that real quick? So r- real quick, uh, and and I didn't hear it before, and maybe we'll get to this with one of the other players. Do you think that you should be able to win this event without dropping a pin? You know, before the event started, that was not my intent. Okay, really truthfully, before the event started, it was not my intent. However, IJ, have you had to work your butt off to do what you've done? Yeah, this takes a lot of effort, but people are engaged. People are engaged, but it takes some takes some effort. I mean, if, if IJ was able to send two or three ships and kill fifteen players and win the event, then I would disagree, Bubba Joe. All right, but I've seen the engagement from this alliance, and you guys can see the scoreboard. All right, they this isn't by accident. This isn't because they're whales. IJ, your guys have played in eight hours, solid, never stopped, I'm sorry, nine hours of territories on Friday, all right? And you also played in nine hours of territory today, and you had your tier threes yesterday, and you went to all of those. I mean, folks, there is engagement here. Now, Butcher Boy does point out a very good fact. This is your first good argument of the night, Butcher, and I'm going to read it because it is a very good argument, all right? DJ, what did you say the intention of Turf Wars was? It was to uh, instill, and, and I know what word you're looking for, Butcher Boy. You're looking for movement. I believe my word was engagement, but at the same time, engagement is movement, so that's fair. I'm not going to take that away. All right? Turf Wars was meant to reinvigorate Turf Wars. It was meant to reinvigorate the territories. It was to get people engaged. Hopefully, yes, it was to get people to move. But Bubba, you also said, you also said that dropping and hopping was against the nature of territory capture. So I'm curious to hear how you feel about this model. Should you be able to win this event without giving up your zones? They gave you away. Um, So I don't. I think that you should be able to score points for PvP. But I, my personal opinion is the points are too high right now. Okay. Did I not say this at the beginning of the show? Because I agree. I agree. Bubba, I told you this. I thought I told you this. Maybe you were setting me up because I haven't said it yet. When I did the math for this event, and I told you guys, when I did the math for this event, I was assuming debilitating lag. That's right. why I chose 150. Okay? That's why I chose it. I really did not think that we were going to get this many battles. Okay? Now, 
I don't think the idea sucked, nothing better, about the PvP. We'll talk about that in a second. We'll come to iBeglin because he's got to go to bed. But I will say that when this event runs again, and I say when, not if, when this event runs again, I am going to advocate for the kill points to probably be slightly lowered. Not crazy. I'm probably going to advocate for them to be dropped to 100 now that the lag has been removed. All right? And I, I still think 100 is probably a fair number. But I'll, I'll do more math on that. We're going to look at the metrics. We're going to look at the scoreboards because I'm going to be able to see all that. All right? And we're going to see. Now, see, Joker, you say it's too high. If you only go to 25 points, all right, the whole point of the kill metric, as Bubba Joe had asked, said on the last show, you said it would be interesting if it was a tiebreaker mechanic, and I said it would not be. It was going to be substantial. If you make it 25 points a kill, it's not substantial anymore, okay? It does well, think, need to be higher than 25 points because... I think you need to look... I think I, you're going to look at the data. Scopely's hopefully going to share you with the real data of, you know, how many... You know, uh, an alliance scored 2 million points. 1.8 million was from PvP. Okay, well, what does that break down to in points? That means they had so many attacks. Okay, well, that... Okay, well, do we want that number of points to be able to win the event, right? And that's the thing that we're seeing right now, right? I mean, the points, the points for the ALB are off the charts, mostly due to PvP. And so... Well, and listen, nobody's... Is that acceptable? Is it not? How do you how do you adjust that? I don't know what the right balance is. It has I believe, changed the event, though. Because I believe in the previous can, iteration, there was no PvP, or very little. I believe I can tell you safely that this scoreboard has surprised everybody. And why would that be, Bubba Joe? Oh, because, because there's no lag. Because lag. All right? It surprised everybody. It surprised Scopely, even. Because for two years, they said, we're working on it. And suddenly, it just magically started working. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, I agree. I said it on day one. I, Jay, I said it to you. I believe that the kill points are probably a little too high. Listen, the Whale Alliance capitalizing on this event. You agreed, IJ. You said, well, yeah, they're a little heavy, <laughs> right? Hey, hey, DJ, can I add one thing to, to this? Sure. Hey, the thing that I like about this event, once it gets finished running, is you're not going to have a bunch of unoccupied areas. Like that one event where you just get points for taking territories and drop and this, and you have a big alliance, they're just going to clear out the whole map. This, where it's not disrupting TC in that regard, and I really like that. And and you know I like the PvP aspect, but we're not having to move around the map and 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 move small alliances out and so forth. So that's one of the things. I I, I hope they keep this metric. I can agree with reducing the points because if somebody is successful, jump, you know, jumping around to one star territories and winning a bunch, yeah, they should probably win more so than somebody with the PvP kills. But don't. I hope they don't take away this this metric because I, I I'm personally didn't like moving around and knocking groups out of their territory just so we can win an event. I agree. I agree. And a lot of people saying they can't hear you. Uh, I know Bubba Joe had him. DJ Gurr had him. A few people did, but, but a lot of people didn't hear it. So hopefully maybe you can go back and catch it on the cast. But I'll summarize his statements. What he loved about this event was that there was a way for him to compete. And Bubba Joe, I'm going to ask you. Oh, God. I beg, I need to come to you. All right. 
before I, go before that's fine. <laughs> let me, let me do, let me do I Beglin first because my God, dude, go to bed. All right. I Beglin, share your comments real quick and then I'll summarize IJs and let's see how closely they line up. Real quick, I Beglin, what's your ops level? You're not small, but you ain't a whale, right? I am an ops 39. Oh, ops 39. All right, real quick, before we move on, does anybody find an ops 39 to be of whale stature? Real quick. Want to make sure that he's going to properly represent people before I do. Okay. Everybody oh, says you're he, clear. Yes, I, I, is, he, is he on a <laughs> server that opened a week ago? I was going to say, I have you been playing for seven days? No, I've been, no, I've been playing for a while. I've been playing. Okay. Uh, I think I've been a podcast supporter since November 2020. Yeah, so he's been here a minute. He's been here a hot minute. Ops 39. I Beglin, tell me what you think about this event. Good or bad? I don't care. What do you got? Um, well, I guess I got to start because there are people on server 32 here. Um, my alliance is the number two alliance in power. So we do have whales and we, they are into all of the territories. Um, that being said, I have personally, whether I'm in this alliance or any other alliance, I would be trying to swarm the system and convincing my alliance to swarm the system to try and get our points, to try and boost up our alliance score as a whole. I've felt like this time I've been killed by a lot of whales myself and I've been competing with a lot of similar tier six augers, tier six enterprises, just like my own. And I've found that it's really been entertaining for me. I've had fun going into all these systems and competing and the ones that we haven't been dropping pins and not everybody goes into like we've had a good time doing it. So I personally have just had a really good time in this event overall. It's been a complete 180 for me for turf wars. All right, thank you, I Beglin. And listen, I'm not I'm not being naive, folks. I don't think that he represents all 39s everywhere. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he has a perspective as a low spend player of which this event was enjoyable. I Beglin, real quick before you go, did you I mean, did you guys have a strategy? Did you discuss this with your team or did you just show up with whomever was online? I mean, what what if you couldn't get into the system? You say you're in the number 2 alliance, arguably there was probably another alliance contesting you somewhere along the way. Did you have yep. to employ certain strategy to help you be better in this event? So for the most part, it's pretty much been free for all as far as the systems that we are not going for. We've kind of had a plan on which systems we're dropping, which systems we're picking up and what times we're going for all of them. But outside of that, it's pretty much just been if you want to go for it and get the points, go for it. Very good. K21 writes as a non-whale. I'm happy we got a pure PvP event for a change. I'm, I had fun going in for kills, running from wells, trying to outsmart them a little bit. We get so many PvE events. What's wrong with a PvP now and then? And I am a very firm advocate for that position, K21. You and I disagree on some things sometimes, but that is one. I mean, and, and why I look at this solo leaderboard and I say, okay, not for me. All right. Just like I looked, Mark, right? It's like I looked at an eight-day mining leaderboard and said, no, thank you. Right. Just sometimes you play and sometimes you don't. OK. Um, IJ's perspective here a few moments ago, IJ's perspective was that he enjoyed the scoring mechanic of the PvP kills because he did not. He is not going to be responsible, even as a whale alliance. He is not going to be responsible for displacing anybody. And Bubba, that was one of your chief complaints last time. Right. That the territory was going to be. Largely empty because of the drop and hop mentality, at least in this case. Now, I'm not saying if there's a whale alliance on a server near you 
that is dropping and hopping and actually taking them, then this is not going to apply. But again, it's a permutation of this event and depends on your server. But in this case, IJ is not going to be responsible for displacing anybody. He just went in for the kills. Bubba, is that an improvement over the territory zone map being empty by the time the whales get done with it? It is. Um, the what you the the contrary to that though that that I've seen mentioned in the chat is nobody is moving. The map is completely static. People want to see the map change. They want they want services to rotate. And I'm like th that's not what any of this is. But this is better than displacing an alliance for a week. This is better than displacing players that you know that having the map be just completely upended um after a one-week event so in that regard i agree this is better than that there are lots of things about this event that i think is better than that although i will admit and this is the kind of the agreement the 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 uh, uh, you know the come together that me and and dj Gurr and some others that are on that server you know came to agree is this is very much going to be server dependent how your server was engaging with territory capture before, how it is engaging with territory capture now. This is a, I believe that this event is a positive for a lot of servers and a lot of alliances and a lot of players. But there, I, I can completely agree that there are going to be servers out there that this has had a negative effect on. And I don't well, know what to say to them. I, I, you know, all I can offer them is some strategy to try to be successful, but I acknowledge that. Just like I said at the very beginning, and I've said it throughout the week, this is the best run of Turf Wars that's ever existed, and it's still not perfect. Absolutely not. Really, truthfully, you know, to, to IJ's dismay, I still do believe that ultimately the PvP kills need to be limited to somebody who drops a pin, all right? Because then it's going to do more to stimulate that movement, all right? Obviously, rewards play a big piece into this, too. The rewards have not, and I agree, the rewards have not been worth a seven-day ALB. Not in any way, shape, or form. All right? If, if, let's say, that the mechanic did, in fact, present that you had to drop a pin in order to get the PvP kills, IJ, would your team have dropped all five territories? No, what we would do is we would move around our territories and end up in the same spot most likely, because we're not giving up some of our uh, buffs. But then that would have the same effect where you would have people moving, you know, smaller groups out of their ter territory just to win the event, which I'm, I'm not a fan of, as I said. Well, that's exactly, uh, and I know people can't hear IJ, so I'm going to, I'll paraphrase what he said. He said, if you do that, then it goes back to the original mechanic that Bubba Joe didn't like, which was the map was half empty. All right. He may not give up all his territories, but he's going to branch out into his surrounding space. And Karkin, if I'm not mistaken, you had that comment last time was that anybody who bordered a powerful alliance was going to be displaced. Right. Yeah, I think. All right. Uh, Karkin, your alliance is uh, a PVP alliance. You guys love PVP, but you guys have chosen not to heavily engage in this event. Can you give me some perspective from your alliance? Why aren't you guys going for the kills? Um, I'm sure there are. That's, I can't get a good read on like other brackets, leaderboards, to, to see where everyone is and to see where, like, how they've done there. But um, for our own, yeah, we do our best to just get our points, make sure we're getting our, our 
the whims that are planned for the takeover. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Hold on. <clears throat> Sorry, my Dr. Pepper betrayed me. Went down the wrong hole just before you <laughs> talked to me. And that happens. Yeah, no, we're um pretty much just taking care of our own zones, making sure we uh, win and you know try and get the points we can um, for the areas we, we're owning. Maybe a little bit of sneaking around the edges, but those edges are dangerous. The, the edges can be dangerous, can't they, AJ? Um, <laughs> so let's uh, let's shift gears here a little bit, uh, and and I I am going to take a slight exception to somebody saying that I I only present my opinion on the show because I think we've always been super representative of everybody's opinion. I am biased on this event. Okay, there's no doubt about that. I know you guys can hear that, and it's not for any malicious intent. I'm trying to tell you guys how this event can be played to maximize your success. Maybe it doesn't exist on your server, but there are things that you can do to improve your ability to try. Maybe it still doesn't work. I'm, I'm open with that, and I'm okay with that. But if it, doesn't, if it doesn't work this time, then it certainly has never worked before. Okay? And, and why I still maintain that this version of this event, while not perfect, is a vast improvement, all right? PvP is learning. My alliance is learning how to properly take a takeover, all right? They're for sure, they are. And, and after this is all over, because we are dropping and hopping, when this is all over and we decide on a new home, all right, my team's going to be better equipped for doing that. Um, PvP is an opportunity for you to learn about yourself and your account and your ships and crewing and even strategy. I mean, how many people out here are using the clock? I know I'm not the only one. I know some people are. But how many people are using the clock to their advantage in an actual takeover? Probably not as many people as should be, which is why we want to tell you about it. All right? So don't mistake my defense of this as being ignorant. All right? My defense of this is because there are ways that you can improve your odds. Maybe you still don't win. All right? Maybe you still don't win. But you can absolutely improve your odds. Joker says, not ignorant, but maybe biased. And I will admit that. I, for three years, we've done this show. You guys know I love PvP. I'm absolutely biased on this event. Okay? Because I love PvP. So, yeah, I, I will admit to being biased for it. I have thoroughly enjoyed this event. Despite being blown up by IJ no less than 50 times. Not a single piece of saltwater taffy has been sent to his inbox. As a matter of fact, the exact opposite. I sent him and his admiral today thank yous from my alliance because their challenge has made my team better. The fact that they are sweeping us off our feet, killing everything that breathes, is forcing us to adapt and forcing us to play better. You learn when you are forced to play this way. That being said, Bubba Joe... I've rattled my trap long enough. I'm going to open the stage. You guys now have an opportunity to sound off on Turf Wars. All right. Um, I'm going to start with K92 from the Alliance, uh, from the Alliance PHX. K92, welcome to the stage. Tell me about your version of Turf Wars. Is this working for your team? Oh, yeah. Loving it, DJ. Absolutely loving it. Um, I think the thing that it's doing differently is it's making people think differently really being way more strategic you can't do the same old thing of throwing six ships out there and expecting to win this 
you really got to plan. And I think that's what people aren't really doing. They're not spending the time to plan this event. Um, let me, let me, uh, re let me elaborate on that for a second because i did see this comment all right i i saw this comment and i and first of all i'm not using this as an indicative or a general statement i, I know that most of you probably don't expect this uh or or hopefully don't expect this or feel this way but i do i, I did see the comment that it's a whale event i set my ships out and came back 20 minutes later and they were all killed by g5 ships all right, I saw that comment. That was what he did not like about this event. He called it a whale event because he set his ships out, and they were. And when he came back twenty minutes later, they were all dead. Um, K ninety two, is this a passive event? I mean, maybe it could have been in the past, right? If we're not contested, Bubba Joe. Sometimes we set out ships, and and especially if we're not going to be able to actively play, right? We'll set out some ships. Hopefully, they survive. We'll get some points for our team. And we come back later. But, I mean, is that how you actively, actively win a contested takeover? Yeah, no no way. You're, you're definitely going to have to kind of think through this and really be engaged down to the clock itself. Like having that timer in front of you, making sure you're in the system on the minute. Um, I think you called out great earlier. You can't be doing it with six ships. You're probably doing it with two or three because it's all you can actively manage. Um, the other thing I'd call out, you kind of mentioned the whale piece and this one always kind of gets to me because I'm definitely not a whale, but at the end of the day, I think there is some correlation between whales and strategy, right? Like these people are in the game nine, 10 hours a day. They learn to play the game. They learn the events. So I will never go against the whale because he has a good strategy, right? Like you deserve to win no matter if you're a whale or not, like the best strategy should win. I think having the power for ships is really just going to be a kicker on the or icing on the cake. Well, certainly it gives them an advantage right i mean if you're and that's why i said bubba there is a scenario where this doesn't work if the whale alliance is actually the one doing the dropping and hopping then it's going to be really really tough for you you're not going to get win points all right which means that the only way you have the the only thing you've got is is pvp at least you can put yourself on the leaderboard with this way if you're not, you'll get pin, you'll get plant points right you, you'll get points for planting the pin but so are they, right? So still moving around, even they're going to get the win points. You're not, but you'll still get those points. Anybody who's also planting the pins is going to get points. But the only way to separate you from any loser of that contestant's to takeover is the PvP. Uh, Kay, appreciate it. Thank you. Um, appreciate your comments there. So uh, uh, enjoying this event. Uh, we'll go with that. Eddie, do we have you back? Yeah, my mute was blocked for some reason. That, I think that's, yeah, I had, for some reason you were server muted. I don't know why that was, but my bad. K92, <laughs> uh, thank you for your comments. No, server good. 14, server 14. Eddie, um, hey, uh, what's your position? I've been, have, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, one thing uh, the, the server as a whole did, or most of the server agreed to anyways, is that uh, when PCs were going down, if anybody wanted to do PP, PVP, we'd all just go to the... Uh, go to the beta system. So we've kind of been following that and, and everybody's going in there and hitting away. So, uh, and, and we have the bigs because I'm, I'm in the big, I'm in the biggest Alliance and we do have the bigs going in there and killing it. And I've seen captain Bob complaining about it and, and I can't argue with it. They're in there doing it. Um, but they're trying to get their points too. And, uh, um, I've been enjoying it. I've been having fun with it. It's been a lot of fun for me. 
Yeah, I hear I, you, Aries. <laughs> I, I see. I see. Um, in the chat, and actually, you bring up an interesting point. So, you guys, as a server, was this the decision of one alliance, or did your no, no, admirals we, we, kind of get uh, together on our on our on our alliance server? We agreed to it for the most part. Most part, most so, everybody's agreed to it. So, you guys are only doing your PvP in in beta. In the betas, yeah. That so, that way, anybody that's doing a pin or pulled a pin or whatever, they can still keep their, they can still keep their, uh, um, they can still keep their their what their TC or their territory and, and not lose it. And I mean, we've uh, just been dropping and, and for for the most part dropping and just retaking the territories we have for the extra points. But um, yeah, we're we've got the we've got almost a million points, and the next guy I think is four or five hundred on our server let me ask a question because that that's interesting to me it, it, are you referring to this event as far as just just the pvp kill points because if you drop a pin with the intent to take the zone no no, no. You guys uh, our alliance is just just dropping our own territories and, and doing the pin hey aries wants to come in too all right aries uh let me let me bring you up since you guys are on the same server hang on a second let me find you all right uh, real quick, both of you guys here, both on the same server, tell me about, so you're saying this is a strategy for somebody who's coming in for the kills, but not necessarily intending on taking away somebody's territory. What, what, right. if, what if an alliance like mine, for example, wanted to take somebody's territory? It's not outlawed for using no, no, the alpha it's system, free, right? If they, want, if they want to take it, then it's a free-for-all in all, in all of the systems. I so, mean, this is just if somebody wants to do PvP, uh, we made like an a, a, an agreement to just do the beta system, and that's the only place I've been hitting, and most everybody else that I've seen. So on our server, the the, the dynamic of the politics is is kind of hard to understand, but as a server, we did agree if we're going to PvP for points for not only the curve for for the AOB but the SOB, most of that would be done in the the beta systems. The fundamental problem with it is you got. <laughs> no offense to the EDI there, because he's in the largest alliance, and they—I mean, over half their alliance is 50 plus. Is this 56, 58 coming in with their 163 million ships and just devastating everything and everybody? So we're doing a drop and retake. Most everybody in their TCs are set where they are, and they're going to stay there, and they're not going to be challenged for that. All right, due, to now, server, due to server dynamics. Well, in this particular case. Right. If nobody is actively trying to win the zone, then there's no reason for a Rialta to be there. Right. And in this case, if nobody's actively trying to win the zone or take the zone away, then your only PVP Rialtas serve no purpose for being there. So right. losing is going to cost you points. So, like, for example, with my alliance and, and so tell me if, if I'm off the beaten path here with my alliance, we set a schedule like. You know, here's the takeover. We're going to drop a pin, but it's pin only. Like, if you want to go for PvP kills, you can do that, but we are not trying to win. So don't fly in with a Rialto. Like, it's this is just for pin points only. But now, if we're going yeah, to try to win, yeah, there there are pin there points are alliances pin, on our server that are drop, just dropping pins to drop pins yes, to get those just points. Just to drop it, just to get those points. Yeah, the, that's happening on our server. If there was going to be an actual challenge, you know, for example, on our TC to yesterday if somebody was going to challenge us for it we would know and we already had people in the alpha gamma system to defend for that 
So if if my alliance had marked you as and, and obviously probably wouldn't since you guys are such a large alliance, but but let's pretend, for example, that you were an alliance that I said, hey, we're going to try to win this one because obviously winning gives more points. So if I have determined that you're an alliance that I want to win against, then now I've got a legitimate reason to bring in the Rialtas and the Vidars and the Fortunates. Exactly. I'm trying trying to win a zone. Furthermore, I can now, I can use the alpha system. I can use those capture nodes. I can, I can use, uh, try to clear out the ships that are in that system so that I can actually legitimately win that system. But if it's just PVP, which I told my team, if it's just PVP, if you're going for the SLB and we know we're not going to legitimately take an, a, a zone away from JAG, for example, then we're just going to plant the pins. Don't go. That's what I told my team. This is a pin only. Don't go. And that way you didn't have to worry about losing points in the SLB because there was no reason to fly by a, a bunch of Rialtas. We weren't trying to win that territory. Right, I'm still lose because we're still going to lose points because you're going to get slaughtered by those those 163 million power ships. So, on the other <laughs> hand, if I if, well, if I was contesting that takeover and there was 160 million power ship in there, there's a high degree of likelihood that there's not many but, of them, and I'm and there's a high degree of likelihood you probably outrun them, right? Or well, no, okay, so the whale actually, 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 um, I've been looking at the uh, at the at the 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 speed or whatever that they run and uh uh they're like 140 and higher on on the on the uh just G5 the regular ships. yeah they're fast. g5 ships are fast as hell especially with oh, the speed through fast. oh they yeah they're fast. super fast super fast and uh, i'm saying it's not all 163 million ships but when you're talking when more than half of the whale alliance has no offense edi when they have no, not, over half of them have over 100 million or, you know, close to 100 million power ships, your G4 ain't going to do nothing against it. Your G3 ain't going to do nothing against it. And that's no, what no, they bring. No, I, I, I get blown out of the water all the time, too. I mean, he's I mean, absolutely I, right. I don't, even, I don't even bring out my Valdor to two PvP because I know as soon as I bring it up, I'm going to get smoked by level 54, 55, 56. So I just try to do it with, you know, my Max Tent and my Augur. Well, for sure. And, and even, <laughs> even, with our, even with our strategy here, it was very similar. Like, you know, IJ, I wasn't, I wasn't bringing, this is why I wanted to call out Foe tonight. Foe has a North Cut. Oh, it's a beautiful North Cut. Uh, and a North Cut that literally nobody else could probably even come close to challenging. So my strategy with Foe is avoid him at all costs, <laughs> right? Like, avoid <laughs> yep. at all costs. Even if I'm there for PvP, I am trying to keep away from him. I'll keep that cloak button on the ready. If I see that he's coming and I can't get away from him, pop, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a cloak if I've got one available. I'm trying to use those very carefully because that's the only way I'm getting into some of these systems. So, you know, I'd only get a handful well, of that's, day. Well, that's an issue with with you try to run from one, you're going to run into another. <laughs> well, at least with at yeah. least with at least with EDI's alliance. I mean, they are far and above a class of everybody else. I mean, like I said, almost half their alliance is 50 plus. You know, you're not you're not going to compete with them in a PVP event either way. Let me let me ask you this. All right, so using the the solo leaderboard for a second, right? If uh, you guys take a look at your solo leaderboard uh, solo leaderboard scores, and obviously, I'm sure they're going to be very top heavy. Um, but that leaderboard, I believe, is going 25 spots deep, right? 25 spots deep. I so, think it's a little bit more. Yeah, maybe 25. 
I don't know. I've I've hardly participated oh, in the PvP. No, is it 125? It's 120. Yeah, it's deep. Whoa. It's... Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's assume for a second. Let's assume that you did want to place in this event. Well, now obviously you're going to be super careful with your Rialtas, right? You don't want to lose points there. And I'm not. Listen, I know that there's a mechanic here that's encouraging spending. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to encourage people to go in and sacrifice their ships being supported just to get some net positive points. I'm not a big fan of that. Oh, wow. It's 250 deep. Good night in heaven. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a lot more shallow than that. So so in this particular case, if you can score a point, all right, and that just simply means that you have, at the very least, one kill, all right, if you can score a point and is this, unless you're chasing a high position, this is not something that I, for example, myself, would be worried about today. Now, well, if, IJ's, if, IJ's, all. if IJ is going to chase number one on his board, then I understand why he's out there killing everything. But for me, it's not as important. But if I did want to try to get some placement, then perhaps maybe on the last day, I'll, I'll run a cloak and go in there and pop a Akira or, or a Vidar or or a Rialta somewhere, and, and then I'm going to call it quits just to make sure I finish the event in a net positive position. And yes, I know, Joker, losses lose points, which, again, unless you have that supported you know thing, which I believe, to be fair, is a lame feature. I know they were trying to push support and, and therefore trying to sell some packs that way. I don't like that particular one at all. But nonetheless, um, it, that means, really, if, if you're a player that feels overwhelmed, even over there on server 14, if you're a player that feels overwhelmed by Eddie's Alliance, or EDI, sorry if I've said your name wrong, if, if I'm a player on server 14 and I'm going up against EDI's server, well, I know I'm probably not going to have real good SLB placement, right? This is part of that, this is part of that um, knowing what you can bite off and, and chew, right? If I know that I'm not going to be successful against that team, then I don't really necessarily care how many losses I take until the last day. Right. On the last day, I should come in and grab a kill or two, maybe using some cloaks, at least get on the board and then I'm going to place. Right. And depending on how high you want to place, look at your board. I mean, hell, four wins might put you in the top 100 the way some of you guys are talking. So there is the potential to to fix that in the very last day if you still want to play Turf Wars. All right. And then, of course, Jada says, you know, obviously making sure after you get that kill that you don't die. Well, most players have a disco. So if you really needed to preserve that point, go get you a kill or two or three. And, and immediately after the battle, just summon out. That way you don't have to die. You know, kill and run, kill and summon, you know, whatever. Just make sure you end up net positive there. All right. So there's, there's ways to do that. Look, L.A. Ravager with only 6,000 points. He's in 30th place. All right. You could kill and cloak. Right, kill, cloak, kill again, cloak again. All right, you're gonna you got to deal with your cooldown there, though, Joker. I think you got like a, a minute and a half or two minute cooldown. All right, so there's some things there to get yourself placement on the SLB. But but let me ask you this, uh, and Aries, I appreciate it. Uh, EDI, thank you guys so very very much. I appreciate your perspective there. We're going to uh, grab someone else from the audience and bring up Butcher Boy. He's been very critical of me this evening, so I'm going to give him a chance to air out his grievances. Bubba, before we do, let me ask you. Sure. Did the cross-server leaderboard ruin this version of Turf Wars for some people? Like, was it a mechanic that did not need to be there? Oh, it absolutely did. 
Right. And I think that's the point that the people you just had on stage didn't quite get to is that because people care about the solo leaderboard now, whether they should or not, you know, you've talked about, Hey, uh, care, whether, you know, assess the solo leaderboards to whether you can compete in it or not. But if you care about it and you're like, I'm not going to go sacrifice. I'm a, I'm a 44, I'm a 48 and I cannot stand up to these 130 some odd million ships. So I'm not going to send anyone out. I'm not going to send anyone out to PVP at someone else's if they show up. Uh, It's during my territory that I'm trying to defend. I'm going to keep my ships in base because I'm not going to take that risk. I'm not going to put myself out there. I think that aspect and that mindset is absolutely affecting the way people approach this alliance leaderboard. I also don't like it from it being a cross-server leaderboard because the server dynamics... What some servers will do, you can, uh, the way you agree, you know, you can make an agreement, you can say, okay, well, I'm going to put a base in there that you can hit, or I'm going to just send people to sacrifice to your guys so you can score more points because it's cross server. I think a leaderboard like this has to be within the leaderboard, but I don't think it should run at the same time at all. All right. So let me uh, back up here on this for a second uh, before I get to butcher. 250 places is a big number. Okay. I mean, Really, for all intents and purposes, Bubba, in any other version of a solo leaderboard with these brackets, which are, again, 45 and down, relatively, relatively decent, would we not refer to that as a gimme? I mean, truthfully, if it were any other SLB, we'd call 250 places per bracket. We'd call that a gimme. So is this not an opportunity just for extra rewards? So if you can score with zero... Sure. I think what it's saying is that you need to play this event in such a way that you walk away with at least one net positive kill. I mean, this is not a, a it is, in my opinion, kind of a gimme, but at the same time, it, it's also fostering the mentality that you can't just set your ships out. Right? Like, you're going to have to play this. You're going to have to use a cloak if that's necessary. Or if you've got a larger ship. Or if you can get in around the edges and take out that Fyndra that's hiding there. I mean, it, but, this just requires a net positive one kill. I, I understand that, DJ. Okay? But let's say you are trying to participate. You've got, you know, you've gotten a couple of kills. You've died a couple of times. You've got a small positive score. And then... In the last territory capture event, you know, you're trying to send out ships and you're just not getting it done and you fall to a zero. Are you going to get rewards from this event with a score of zero or negative? No, I don't think it goes negative. Not. So zero. It does not go negative. But no, if you finish with a zero, you will not get paid. So does this not put some emphasis on this last day to make sure that you find a single kill? I mean, we've seen this in Cal. We've seen this in other ALBs. I mean, you've never disagreed with this before. You have to have a point well, in no, order no. to get paid. No, no, no. So in that case, you have to participate to get paid. Somebody who is participating and losing as much as they win should still get rewarded. So so if I... Ow, Bubba. I don't know. If somebody, we if might... somebody has... I want to about this, CJ. If somebody has their ship blown up a thousand times and they kill a thousand ships, should they get rewarded? Well, they probably would in the turf wars because there's no negative points there. 
But in this event, it's requiring net positive kills. So if you killed a thousand ships and died a thousand times, you're not going to get paid. If you killed a thousand and one, then you would get paid. And this is a leaderboard, which means that it's not a participation trophy. You have to actually place in a positive way. Let's say that the brackets were absolutely crap, right? Let you know they're not. I don't think, but let's say the brackets were absolutely crap, and, and then let's also back up and say, like my well, what I originally thought it was only twenty five deep, right? If it was only twenty, to be honest with you, I feel like if it was only twenty five deep, players wouldn't be complaining as much as they are, because then they would just know there's not a chance. But instead. There is a gimme mechanic here on the last day, which is just to find a sink. See, Joker just put it in there, Bubba. If it were only 25 deep, we would write it off. We would not care. But the fact that it is a, a gimme mechanic for finding one net positive kill kind of seems to me like this so is I, a, a weird argument to have. I understand, but I agree with Nathan 100%. Someone who gets 100 kills and 100 deaths should get way more rewards than someone who gets one kill in bales. Okay, I don't fundamentally disagree with that. If, if I'm being honest with you, I don't fundamentally disagree with that. You obviously have resources invested into this. You got speed-ups and trite, you know. So I yep. get that. I, I don't actually disagree with that. Um, so, instead of arguing about it, Bubba, how do we fix the cross-server solo leaderboard? Do we eliminate it from running concurrently with Turf Wars? Because I don't think that's the answer. So All I right. do. So I think that this event, right, this event can run for a week outside of Turf Wars. Hmm. See, you talk about not wanting to disrupt the, the status quo with territories, but now if somebody, let's say there was an alliance like mine, who did need to actually contest somebody, and we're going to run Turf Wars for a week and then Hunter Killer for a week, that is going to impact my ability to... To play, right? Well, I, mean, I don't on, think on, you should on, do this back-to-back. Back. I don't think you should do this back-to-back. Back. You know, my alliance... So let me just explain what we're doing. So my alliance is not on any map. We fundamentally don't like being told when we have to play. So we don't own a territory regularly, okay? Through all of our refining, we had enough Tier 1 isogen. We could start every zone, right? Every Tier 1 zone. So we have been doing that, and we've been PvPing a lot. We are number one in our leaderboard, um, so, uh, so, so that's what we are doing. Right. And so fine. Okay. We would, there's no way we could do two weeks of this, right? The, the turf wars, if this, and then there was a solo leaderboard, I think all of us, maybe one, maybe two, the rest would be like, no, like I did turf wars. It was for the <laughs> Alliance. I was fine. I'm not doing two weeks of this, right? This is, this is very much feels like a full-time job to go in and PVP for half an hour, take half an hour off, go back in and PVP for half an hour. So uh, I do think that this is, you could not run these back-to-back. -back. I wouldn't even run them in the same arc, but it could be a nice alternate. Turf Wars in this arc, cross-server leaderboard for PVP during a week of territory in another arc, right? I think that that's something that could be a nice alternate, right? And you're get the turf wars, the, hopefully the idea is, is that you're getting people to, you know, move around the map. You're trying to get some map movement. And then this is just, let's get people to PVP during territory takeovers. All right. 
Um, let's come the to other the stage. Reason, let me real oh, quick, real I, quick. Go ahead. The other reason, the other reason I don't like it running at the same time, right? Is, um, is it forces players like me, right? Who normally don't engage in territory at all, right? Forces me as a 54 and my, my Alliance mates, who's a 54. It, we're coming into your territory and we're blowing up. Now we, we have, in our opinion, we said, we're not going to just blow anyone up arbitrarily. We don't want to do that. That's not any fun to us. We have, we have held as close as we could to our PVP bands, okay? So I'm not blowing up anyone less than a 37. I think I may have broken that a couple of times, but for the most part, I, I have hundreds of kills this in the, in the territories that we've been fighting over, and I'm not killing anything under a 37. I'm leaving you 36 and under. You're fine. You're staying. Um, if people abuse that moving forward, we'll reevaluate you know, for the rest of this event. But that's that's our perspective, right? We're not coming in and blowing up the people who have zero chance of defending themselves, and we would normally not engage with us outside of territory. Okay, so but this is we, the, but, we wouldn't but, come into territory normally. We wouldn't be coming in and blowing up the forties or the forty twos or the forty sixes or the forty nines. We wouldn't be coming in and blowing up anyone. And so, if we're not coming in, right? If the biggest players, the big whale alliance, is not coming in to PvP like crazy, it changes the dynamic of that event. So, you know, there's some merit to discussing Hunter Killer as a separate event. I, I can agree with that. Um, and what your alliance has chosen to do with regards to who you're hitting is a very much you decision. All right. Yep. That, that's not Scopely has never. As a matter of fact, territory is unbanded. So, that, I mean, that's a that's a decision you guys have made. And and. I hope that your server maybe appreciates that. I'm going to guess that they don't, um, but maybe they do. All right, I, but that I don't think is is something that's that's going to be prevalent. It, it's not happening on other servers. It doesn't sound like. Um, that said, you know, I I would take argument with you saying that you're forced to come in because, like any other event, Bubba like a, an eight day mining leaderboard, which you might find fascinating. I choose not to partake of that. If this is something that you find so distasteful, then you just simply don't go right. Wham said that on our server earlier. He said, the reason I'm having success is because most of the alliances on my server are choosing to bow out. Well, that was their choice, right? You know? So I don't know if, if I can get behind that. Let's, let's come back to the stage. Uh, I want to come. Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. We, we can talk about this all time we want. That's that's fine. <laughs> I do. I do want to. Yeah, I want to get some more of the audit. I want to get some more of the audience. Uh, Butcher from server one seventy two. You've been very critical of me tonight. Uh, go ahead. You've got a chance. Go at me. Come at me. Come at me, boy. <laughs> what is that? Come at me. Can't remember what the phrase is. Uh, go ahead, Butcher. What do you got? Come at me, bro. Thank you, Arian. Got you. Come at me, bro. Go ahead, Butcher. What do you got? All right. I don't have Butcher. Uh, Butcher, you might need to hop out and hop back in. In the meantime, we'll come to Mosquito. Tactical Mosquito. Mosquito, um, give, me your, give me your view here on this version of Turf Wars from Server 56. How's it playing out over there? Um, can you hear me okay? I got you, buddy. All right, sweet. So on 56, it's um, mainly being dominated by uh, the largest alliance dropping all their territory and just taking all the one stars right now. And then later they'll probably, this is what we did last time. Our Alliance did this the last time we did it. We did all that, took all the one stars when they came and then 
stopped at one spot when we knew a two star was going to be coming up and then just took those and reestablished our territory. So I'm assuming that's what they're going to do this time. And it's, it's not even close. We we're the third Alliance with like 600,000 points. And I think they have 2 million at top uh, for the top Alliance. They're just crushing everyone. So are you, are you able to get around it? I mean, no, I mean, there, there's, there's no way. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with a, a 30, like we have a 35 member Alliance. who's like ranked number five in power on the server. And we're going to get, we're going to get third, maybe second. We have no chance at first. There's no way, which but, I'm but, not, but, I'm not super upset at that. I'm just saying that on our server, right. there's no way to get around it. Should somebody be upset that they can't capture first against the whale no, Alliance? I mean, not at it, all. you know, this is the same argument. Like we talk about with the, with the recruiting officer events, like, a lot of people will never try to win, but they'll say, hey, listen, if I can get top 25 and a top 10 in one, then I'll get my officer. I mean, why can't yeah. we look at this event in the same way? You don't have to win, the but if you, can, if you can get a decent placement, then it becomes it becomes rewarding for those players. The and, first and, Sorry, I keep trying no, to cut you ahead. off here. Nope, go the ahead. first iteration of, of this event, we almost won doing the dropping territories. And because the, the Whale Alliance just tried to keep their territory and dropped and just retake their territory. And we almost beat them. I think we ended up losing by like a couple hundred points. And since then, they've adapted the same strategy and just destroyed us every the, the last two events. So well, hang on, let me, let me, hold on, let me key in on what you said. They adopted a strategy, right? Yeah, they, they I mean, sure did. Okay. Well, I mean, that's kind of what this entire game is about, is adopting strategy that works and, and using it to your advantage. Um, I, I want to come to the chat very quickly and, and, and point out, I'm not undermining my own position. I said that was Wham's opinion. I don't necessarily agree with that because there are opportunities for them to score their points. They can still get the PvP. They're not engaging. All right. If, if they're at least not coming in for PvP, but they're still get on the board, they're still getting points for dropping and taking pins. They're just not willing to move or not willing to PvP or whatever that may be. And Prios points out, you know, if there's and and I have a fundamental problem with this. If two players in a single alliance are winning the alliance event, then they have no challenge, Prios, because two a two man alliance will not win any takeover guaranteed against an organized alliance okay promise if a two-man alliance is winning your alb then your server has got to re-examine how they're playing territory okay straight up there's no way that a two-man alliance bubba am i am i wrong i mean i feel like there's there's some opinion pieces here but then there's also just math a two-man alliance should not be winning the alb if that's the case they are not being properly contested yeah I agree. Okay. Prios, if, if you got a two-man alliance that, that is going to win the ALB, then your server needs to re-examine how they're playing. Okay? Um, all right. Let's uh, thank you, uh, Tactical Mosquito. Appreciate it. Anubis, welcome much. to the stage. Uh, appreciate you very much. Anubis, welcome to the stage. Uh, give you a couple of minutes to talk about what's happening on your server. Where do you fall in the scheme of, you know, zero to ten on Turf Wars? Uh, my alliance, and personally, I like this new iteration, but I think it needs to have a little bit of a update where, because there's a few players that have gone in and hit every ship in the ser or in a territory. 
So once my alliance has relatively held it, we switch to G1 chips, but then they start just getting hit. So what I think needs to happen is a modification of Bubba Joe's, where like the Rialtas give you 10 points, but a Corvus gives you 2,000 points. So it gives the whales a reason to hit high. And once you're like, hey, I don't want a PvP, you got you guys can switch back down to the 10-point ships and the, let the Corvuses, the Pillows, the Valdors all slug it out. Well, okay, but as far as where we are today, okay, where we are today, that tech doesn't exist. We, we've talked to them about target-based scoring before. You know, Bubba, we've even had this conversation uh, privately about, you know, do does the tech exist for them to score different points based on the ops level that you hit, right? Or based on the shipyard level that you hit? They don't have that. Now, that's not to say that they can't develop it, um, but it hasn't come, and this has been a question asked forever. As a matter of fact, it would even potentially solve quote-unquote PvP banding in a lot of cases. For example, if Bubba Joe was not able to hit me with his G5 ship, but if he was going to hit an ops target, uh, uh, ops level, that he had to use a corresponding ship for that ops level. There's a lot of problems with that. A, then you you have people who have invested heavily into ships that aren't ever going to be able to use them because they're at the top end of the server, right? But but moreover, that tech just doesn't exist within the game today. Not to say that they can't develop it or won't develop it. But it's not here. So that's not a realistic mechanism for, for what this event exists uh, here as well. Um, appreciate okay, then, that. Okay, go ahead. Another thing that my alliance also has put out, possibly it should be hull damage. Like it was with the PvP for the other event going on right now. So then it's still the same way where a Rialta is trash an event, but the going after a Enterprise or higher ship would actually give a decent amount of points. You know, the only problem, and until they fix this, this is why even Rescue, the crew, the SLB was removed, um, and, and why we went with a kill counter for this TC event is because then you would just have Leslie. All right, I mean, that's when you do PvP and damage, it's Leslie. Leslie wins all day, every day. And, uh, and until they figure out a way to counteract that, that's uh, PvP and damage is a really tough way to do it. I mean, even when you have Rescue the Crew solo leaderboards, for example, I mean, that's what some players do, right? They just trade kills in an enterprise with Leslie, and they rack up billions of points. So it's not, I mean, really, we're talking about things being fair. That's even less of a, of a level playing field than what we've got right now. So I don't know. I don't know about damage. I mean, if they could fix the Leslie thing, maybe, but uh, I, don't, I don't see that being an issue uh, that they can resolve here anytime soon either. Jada. Uh, welcome to the stage. Appreciate you being here. Jada, uh, how have you been playing Turf Wars? So far, I think it's not that bad. Interesting. Tell me what I'm you're doing. Sure. Tell me what you're doing to play this event. Like, are, are you are you in the Whale Alliance? Are you challenging no, the Whale not. Alliance? Tell me a little nope. bit about your scenario. It's not a Whale Alliance. Um, I roam, but in my alliance that I'm in right now... We did pretty good. We have uh we have a whale alliance and honestly nobody contested. Nobody did anything. They did exactly what you just said. 
why? Why contest what's to gain? I think we did um we did more PvP um with within like the family, if you will. Is is your whale alliance keeping what they've got? Are they dropping pins? Are they doing the drop and hop? Or are they staying home and just doing the PvP? Staying home and just doing PvP. So you still have an opportunity to potentially contest a takeover if you if you want it against another zone. I don't think my alliance will. But yeah, we're staying home, but I mean, it's kind of nice, though, like I keep trying to say, it is a nice opportunity to kind of test out what you your ships and your crews. How are you currently placed on both the ALB and the SLB? Oh, I'm not even on the charts. <laughs> so you've got zero points. You've got oh, no. you've got. No, I, I no, I had a level forty-one come after me, and I'm only thirty. So, I mean, so I got some points. So on on the SLB though, you're you're ranked. You're gonna place. You're in the top two fifty. Yes, I am ranked thirty. You're ranked thirty as an yeah. ops thirty. And how many points do you have? Just curious. I only have five thousand. You've got 5,000 points, so you've definitely got some net positive kills. Do you yes. are, are you afraid that participating in territories for the next day or two, are but you that afraid was, that it's going to wipe you out? That was, that was an accident. Like, I just, honestly, I just put my ship out there, and I let the big, the big players do their thing. I put my ship out there, and when somebody came out to get me, I... You know, my ship automatically did it by itself. So, honestly, yeah, I didn't do anything. I just watched it. <laughs> well, you're getting some kill points somewhere, which means somebody's hitting you and losing. So, uh, unless losing. you're unless you're using uh, Cerritos, but you they are losing, which means you know you're you're getting some kill oh. points somewhere, and that and that's why I kind of come back to that's to a your nice comment. that's a nice uh, thing that you brought up that. Uh, I always wanted to say cheer Cheerios, but that Cerrito thing, that ship, that is a nice buff. Well, it is. it really is. So you're being supported, which means even if you did get killed, you're getting a couple of points. Yeah, um, by somebody else that has that ship. All right. So even in this case, Bubba, now we're talking about net positive kills and losses, but she's got an alliance mate who's going to make sure she places in that board. Clearly, you know, if they're giving her support, even if she dies, she's getting it really does points. work. I mean, it really does work. I mean, that, that thing, it, 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 I might get like times, uh, 1.5 or times two, whatever, but I still get points for somebody that has that shit. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's how the mechanic works. You know, that's part of them pushing the narrative of, uh, of using the Cerritos. I appreciate that, Jada. Thank well, you so let's, much. Let's talk about that. Cause I've heard some people complain about that, DJ. Do you think that if you lose a battle while supported that you should gain points or lose points? Me personally, I, I've already given you my opinion on this, Bubba. I'm not a huge fan of, of this mechanic because it's literally just there to sell, uh, Irvinite, right? Um, they're pushing the feature. Okay, this is a fail-safe way 
for somebody to use the feature risk free. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in her case, she might be dying, but she's still getting positive points because she's supported. So from a competition standpoint, I don't like it. From a business so, standpoint, I totally understand why they're doing it. You know, so what so. if what if instead of positive points, what if you just didn't lose it? Right. What do you mean? So like so in, instead of instead of taking the two hundred fifty point loss, you, if you lost while supported, you would gain two fifty for a net of zero. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yep. I mean, from a competition standpoint, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that's, you know, I, think I don't that's have fair. a problem with that. And and I actually would I. I, I think that uh, I, I think additionally, I think it should I mean, I think it should include cloaking, although it'd be difficult to die while you're cloaked. But I mean, I mean, assuming cloaking is working, which I think there's still some issues with. Um, but, uh, you know, so maybe I, I would have cloaking isn't there. Well, I would have thought that, but I, I can only assume that that must have been resolved in this patch because I have been cloaked a great deal and, and sitting around waiting for IJ to come smash me and he hasn't so i'm going to presume that that cloaking is working uh nobody has has found my gray ship idling around anywhere and been able to kill me so um i I don't uh i don't know i don't i don't think it's consistent which is probably why it hasn't been resolved um because i have I've, i've been taken out by a ship i didn't see coming and then there have been ships that i can clearly see that then would attack me and would show me that they attacked with a cloaked cloak person like i could see them on the map but i couldn't select them i'd move you know what they'd attack me and they'd die okay you know what i have seen that i assumed that that was still a remnant piece of lag so those are cloaked ships all right i've seen that i've seen like i can't click them uh uh, and and a lot of times they're not even moving right they're probably just sitting in there cloaked getting points uh, I've seen, okay, so I have seen that. So that's not exactly, uh, that's not exactly resolved yet. I have seen those faded ships. Uh, I just haven't been able to click on them. Most of the time I don't see them moving. Um, so that's what that is. I, I wondered, okay. I just assumed that that was my client not keeping up and that was still a remnant of lag. So that's a cloak ship. I got you. No, um, well then but, that's still but, happening. But I also think that in the future, let's say they run this again in, in two months, three months. Okay. You know, I mean, could be next month, but who knows, right? Th- this is a bitter iteration. I think people would be a little bit more happy with this running, but maybe not after a month, right? So let's say it's two or three months down the line. And in that arc, there is another feature that is PvP combat oriented, like the support can be. I'm not going to be against them pushing that sort of thing as a, you know, if you use this, you're not going to lose points in PvP. Uh, and then having the other combat things be a net zero like i think that's a reasonable thing to to uh adjust this event for right i think that makes sense okay <clears throat> fair enough um we are approaching the three hour mark so i want to get a couple more people on the stage as we get ready to wrap up uh from server 139 nothing better who has also been uh somewhat critical of me here this evening nothing better welcome to the stage uh come at hey, me yeah. bro come at me bro what do you got man yeah, no, my main complaint, like, on EU-139, the only real people PvP in are the 50-plus, right? You get the odd 46-plus, but mainly 50s-plus. And for anyone that's, like, in a small alliance that are nowhere near that level, they're just getting wiped off the map in the PvP points. I think this should have been 
expanding when it came to scoring points so that you know you don't a level 53 player doesn't get points if he hits a level 20 player well i mean in fairness i just just said that target based scoring is not functional it's not something that we've got and and i think the last thing that we need to do is look at putting pvp banning back in tc because then you're going to have alliances that literally can just run around and and do what they need to do without i mean you can't have that in tc because it I'm, breaks, I'm, yeah it but breaks. i'm not talking about um reintroducing pvp banning for actual territory defenses and stuff i'm just talking about scoring points for the the pvp aspect of this current event Sammy, but they're one and the same, I think, unless I'm misunderstanding. No, what I mean is, if you're defending your territory, you can kill anyone you want to stop them gaining TC points to gain control of the system. That I have no objection to. What I have objection to is the actual scoring mechanics of this particular event, where I can, I'm a 44, level 44 player, and I can go in and I can pretty much wipe out anyone sort of 35 or lower without any problem. It doesn't even dent my shields most of the time. But in the case of the the 50 plus, like even I can't compete against them. They're, you know, I don't even scratch their shields when I hit them. You know. So, and and with all respect, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna regurgitate what you just said. It's okay for you to hit down to a 37, but you don't want the 50s to hit down to you. No, what I'm saying is the scoring mechanic in general is very unbalanced towards the whales, basically, and that's what I'm trying to say, right? I I don't think it's fair that I should be able to score big points killing level 20s or whatever when I'm in a level 44 ship. You know what I mean? I think that's a bit unfair on the lower levels. I think it should have been plus or minus three or four ops levels for score for score pointing, and that would have made it more fair, and you would have seen more PvP action. I think an awful lot of the lower level players are just not undocking because they, they just just can't compete. Well, and and again, for the purposes of of killing in the solo leaderboard, if those players are not coming out it's because they've recognized that it's not something that they can chew off. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm kind of not understanding. I, I, I hear what you're saying. You want PVP banding for, for event points. But I mean, I, I've said this like five times tonight. That is not a metric that they, that they have available to them at this point. So, you know, sure. Shipyard based dependent, you know, thing. But, but let me ask you, if you were all of a sudden told that, that for an event, you could not get points for hitting somebody five, uh, more than five levels below you. I mean, does that even leave you any targets? Handful, uh, a probably. Few. A handful, yeah. but not many, right? So so with your point potential, is that fair for you in a leaderboard if your point potential is vastly diminished against that of, say, a 49 or a 44 or a 39? Well, it depends on what the bracket – it depends on the bracket of the event, Right. If yeah, I'm but, in a, if if I'm in a if the event is bracketed so that all 54s are in one bracket, we all have the same limitations on who we can go hit. Then it's fair, right? We have the same limitations of who we can go hit ourselves and minus five levels. If I'm in the same bracket as say 47s and up, right? If it's 47 and up, well, 
their opportunity to kill players is significantly wider than mine, right? Because I only get points down to a 49, but I'm competing against players that can kill down to uh, a 42. And there's a lot more 42s than 49s. So it depends on the bracketing of the event. I would agree. I think the bracketing for event scoring points needs to be kind of balanced a bit better than the way it is because there's nothing to stop a 54 guy going and killing a level 20 under the current scoring mechanics. And that's massively unfair to the guy who's level 20. Well, but that's, on the, on the other hand, well, listen, hang devil's hang devil's advocate. It's massively unfair to an alliance who can't defend because they can't hit. I mean, we've so, talked about territory being the mechanic was always about outnumbering somebody like IJ said it earlier there in, in a territory, in a valid territory battle, take turf wars out, take lag out. All right. Just in the way that territory has existed for the last two years, it's not about the most powerful ships. It's about activity, engagement, strategy, running, if you need to. Yeah, uh, but, no, that, I don't get online. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. You're talking about points collected to actually retain or lose a system. That's different to the event points for gaining rewards within the event that are based on how many ships you kill. I mean, that's that's a PvP event, my friend. It's no, diff- it's no different than me being told that I'm going to score more points for mining more than Bubba Joe. Yeah, I mean, but it really is no different. If you're, if you're defending a system to retain control of it, right, that's a whole different game than if you're just going around killing as many ships as you can to score. I think for the little guys, it is hugely unfair, right? And so if you're like, a, you know, low 20s to even low 30s, uh, I'd go as far as 35 as an ops level, you're not going to stand it. Not a hope in hell are you going to be a guy who's level 50. Not okay, a prayer so, in the world. So, all right, let me let me stop you there. Because I have killed IJ, and I don't, I don't know about you, and, and Bubba, you've been going in, you've been killing. <clears throat> is everybody flying G4 and G5, or are you seeing a fair share of Rialtas and Fenders and and fortunates flying around because I, I feel like no, a level twenty five is not going to beat an enterprise. It's not going to beat a Corvus. It's not going to beat a Valdor. But you know what? For sure, it's going to be able to properly attack a Rialta or a Fendra or anything else that's floating around. Yeah, it. that's not what I ain't seen on my server. I'm literally seeing guys come in with their Corvuses and their their G fives. I mean, yeah, some the, people will. And, and look, you, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me one hundred percent of players, one hundred percent? Because I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can buy that. One hundred percent, but I will say, vast majority are like the G five guys are coming in, scoring, clearing up on all the points on PvP. Right? It's nothing to do with about. They have no. They haven't even contested the system. They don't want the system. They're just going in for the PvP kills, and like on my server alone. Nobody has changed territory since this whole event started. Everyone just went in for the PvP, right? And day one, everyone had a great al- brawl. By day two, only the G5s are out. Nobody else is bothering because they don't want to spend, you know, 60, 70 million trit to repair a G4. Or, and there's no point going with a G3 against a G5. It's just, you're, you don't even scratch the shield, you know? Okay. All right. I uh, appreciate that very much. Trader, server 20, uh, an alliance who, uh, or a server that is no stranger to PvP. How are you guys reacting to Turf Wars? 
Uh, well, so there's a there's a distinct split. All, all but one of the major alliances stayed where they were at. The biggest uh, alliance on our server did drop their territories and are going around uh, dropping pins and all the one star. So, I mean, it, on our server, it's kind of a non-event. Um, you know, my alliance made the choice that it wasn't worth our time or energy to contest it. And we're just taking the points that we're getting from our own territories and calling it a day. So, you know, I think one of the biggest issues for players when it comes to these events, and, and I'm with Bubba Joe in that I think that the, the Turf Wars and the PvP XLB should be run separately. And that is based in large part on the fact that Scopely has always told us that the events are what are supposed to give us the materials that we need to progress. I mean, the refinery's trash, total trash. Everybody agrees. And so we need to do these events to get any appreciable amount of materials. And when a player can't participate or participate fully, there is a sense of frustration with that then. I personally really like the PvP event. Uh, I wish it was a little shorter. I don't like the events that run for days and days and days. That's my issue with Turf Wars 2. I think it just is boring um, to do something ad nauseum. But, you know, I think that the players want to participate in these events and they're getting a little bit of a slapback. And for players like in my alliance, for instance, that want to help and participate and they show up for our territory captures and things like that, it creates a disincentive for them to do that because there is PvP going on at the same time for Turf Wars that normally wouldn't be happening. Um, so that's just, you know, my thoughts on it. I, I think that they, they could be done better. I think the rewards need to be better. That's been, you know, they tweaked them a little bit, but... I still don't think for the amount of time and energy and resources that is required, you know, people talk about how it's a whale thing, but one repair of my Sanctus it doesn't even cover what I get out of placing in first on any of these leaderboards. So, you know, it's just not economical in any sense of the word. Not just, it's not, it's not even close. It's not even in the same universe uh, of, you know, in terms of the the cost benefits, so. Well, yeah, and rewards have, have been a constant sore point for this style of event, almost any long event. I mean, Bubba, it's like, you know, I kind of go back and, I, and I, I go back to this conversation I had about budgeting, right? And it's like you could run an event for seven days, but they still treat it like a 24 or 48-hour event. Like they just don't have mm -hmm. the bandwidth to to or or the approval or whatever it is that they're using they don't have the budget to to pay out like this like like if if we wanted to see something that was massively worth it in a 7 day ALB then we would lose like you know 10 days worth of other events you know what i'm saying like it's just so, that has been a constant piece of frustration and and it's not one that we haven't taken up bubba they they mm -hmm. literally I mean, you saw, I guess maybe a couple months ago, the proposal I sent for rewards. I mean, I was laughed out of the room. They were like, yeah, not a chance in the world. And I'm but, like, well, guys, this is seven days worth. This is what you want to make players feel like it's worth actually moving. And they're like, yeah, that shoots that shoots 60% of the budget for the month. You know, so, so it, well, and, I don't know. And, I don't know how they do it. 
and they seem to over really overvalue the territory particles. I mean, they're so stingy with them. It's it's nuts how stingy they are. Um, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand that dynamic at all. And honestly, if I didn't have to be in territories for my alliance, I would pull Bubba's move and just be like, nope, not doing it. The whole thing is a pain in the butt. Well, it is the time, the time investment. And even this event, if you're an alliance, for example, like mine, all right, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of hours sunk into this thing, not only with the planning and the prep, but the actual execution, the dropping the pins, the showing up to this, the not showing up to that. IJ, your alliance has spent, you know, a dozen hours or more, you know, out hunting for this event. So it, it is like absolutely a, a huge time suck. Um, on the other hand, it's not wildly different than the Alliance Championship Series. It's not different than any other type of gauntlet series. You know, we, we never get out of it what we put into it. And and I guess so, maybe they feel like the reward is the experience. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So, it's one of those things. So DJ, yeah, go ahead, Bubba. DJ, in, t- in terms of economy, what if you, as a 45, were in the same bracket as a, a 30? Okay, that there was one reward bracket from 30 to 45, and it was scaled on the number of repairs that a 30 would need to do for their ships. The number or the cost? The cost. So, so they said, okay, well, a 30 is going to repair their ships. We want to give them 20 repairs. Uh, the, each of their repairs costs, you know, 200K. So we're going to make the Tritanium reward here, uh, you know, 4 million. Would you be excited about a four million tritanium reward at fifty-four or forty-four, forty-five? Well, no, obviously I wouldn't. Okay, but that's not so what you're getting either. Uh, hang on, but yes, there is only one bracket, fifty-one plus. So when Trader's trying to repair her fifty-six ship that costs what five times more to repair than my fifty-three ship, which yeah. costs ten times more to repair than my fifty ship. Her rewards aren't scaling up with that. She's getting the same rewards as somebody at 51 who only has to, who is being, it's being scaled off of the repair costs. Well, and I, I while I agree with you, the budget needs to be considered. They could have handled this differently for the massive increasing costs for 51 plus, which they never going to get all the way there, but they could have handled this event differently. Well, I don't disagree, but I mean, that's a totally different topic, which is 51 plus event scaling, you know, I mean, and they, they still have yet to, to really get that right, except for what was the one event? Oh, it was, um, duty shift where they finally introduced a 51 plus scaling ops bracket. I mean, and that's the first time in what traders six months. Yeah. The first Mm -hmm. time in six months. So, I mean, you know, you could consider that a baby step in the right direction. I'm not even going to give them credit on that until we see it more consistently, Bubba. But that is a totally different conversation and, and one that we've absolutely had, which is, you know, the G5 event scaling has to be has to be looked at. Um, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Let's see who we've got else. We've only got a couple of names left on the stage. I'm going to bring up one or two more and we'll get ready to call it. Dr. Baldwin, uh, good evening to you. Welcome into the stage. So. I've seen your comments in the chat. You're not a fan of how this event has rolled out. How would you fix it? Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not a fan at all. Um, I, I get a different perspective. Um, I was in a, a top alliance until, what, a little less than a week ago. I decided to take a break. <laughs> but um, 
I, I think from my perspective, I've you're, you're saying it's not a big deal, but if I showed you a map of my territories, it, it's it's empty. There are fourteen in in just two days. There are now fourteen derelict territories. So because, I'm going to I'm going to assume that you do have a whale alliance who did abandon no. their zones and are dropping and hopping. Uh, our whale alliance doesn't even look like they're participating. Um, this is the, the level two or level three alliance depends. I think they're technically level two because I left my alliance, which was number two. Um, but the, yeah, they took, they dropped all five territories and have been hitting every single one star as soon as it comes up. So they've kicked alliances out of territory. They've cut people off of their territory services. They're just kind of wrecking everybody. Except for the whale lines, they I guarantee you they won't go near, near them. <laughs> well, I mean, whether <laughs> whether it's the number one or the number two, if nobody can stop them, then then you know people probably do look at them as whales. But nonetheless, <clears throat> you know, as I mentioned earlier, if you do have like if IJ's alliance had decided to abandon their territories um, and and take every single tier one. And then drop it immediately. Yeah, the map would be desolate. I mean, and, and that may be happening on your server. It, it's crazy. It's just it's empty, empty, empty. And the only two spots that got ref or the only two spots that got backfilled. One is by the alliance that was doing it because it was the last last territory they could take, so they kept it. And then but, one they decided not to take for some reason, I guess. Well, so I, I come back to this statement that I, that I made earlier. So they're going to win first, right? Clearly. Oh no, they're 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 killing us. They're yeah. They're going to win first place. They're about so, 1.9 to 6 or 5 or 600,000, I think, uh, is number two. What server? What server is it? 54. All right, server 54. Like, IJ's got you by, like, a billion points. All right, step it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, well, listen, I, I'm, I'm if, happy with it. I'm listen, if, if, they got, if they got number one, yep. does, that, does that mean that nobody's, nobody's capable of challenging for number two? Does nobody no, they, want they, to? The, the way the dynamic is, the, the big alliances don't want to lose what they got. The small alliances can't handle them. So I think everyone's kind of fighting for two and three. Like, two is the new one. Well, right? and, and, we're, and, we're, but, we're letting them do one, and everyone else is going for two and three. In my case, like, I, I looked at what the server, what the, the events were entailing. I asked permission to go into somebody's territory and kill a Rialto with my cloak D4. And I'm currently sitting, my, my single one person alliance. All of like five days old is currently sitting in 18th place. Okay, so, so I, I kill I kill the Rialta and I'm getting level 25 or 25 and up rewards. That's amazing ROI as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, it would be, but then therein kind of lies the point that I was making earlier. Listen, if you if you observe the politics of your server, you observe the activity of your server, and first place is clearly not something you're going to be able to chase. I mean, we acknowledged that early on. Jag was fully dedicated to this event. We were not going to win first, okay? No way. But that didn't mean we quit. Didn't mean we gave up. It means that now we're fighting for second. And, and I, I, you know, it's kind of the same thing in any type of SLB. There's value in second place. Maybe not as much as first place, all right? Or in Bubba's case, maybe not enough to justify anything at all. You know, maybe it's not enough to justify the, the effort put into it in the first place. But if somebody's going to be competing even for second place, then there's value in those extra places. You know, it, it would be the equivalent of what some people are calling for here or what, or, or the mentality rather of somebody saying, well, it's either win or go home. It's either first place or nothing. Aries jokes and says, second place is the first loser. How would you guys feel about that in, in officer recruiting solo leaderboards? 
That'd be a pretty tough pill to swallow. I mean, a lot of players count on top 10 finishes as their path of acquisition. You know, I totally agree with that. Like, uh, I think for the last six months, I've I've never attempted to go for first place in an officer SLB. I generally speaking, except for some of the ones where they really skew the the, the recruit BP amounts, the shard amounts, a top ten and a top twenty five will always unlock an officer. But then you can like they work in Quark, where it's like top two gets really good rewards, and then the rewards just completely disappear for three and under. Well, yeah, I mean that that, but on that a happens. Standard, like brand new officer XLB, I generally find that a top ten and a top twenty five will generally unlock an officer. So uh, coming to the chat, and I appreciate your comments there. Blue Mandalorian says, "Listen, this event should just be scrapped until tech is developed to make it better." And and I guess what you're referring to, Blue, would be the PvP kills only counting if you have dropped a pin. I, I assume. Because I, I kind of agree with you in that would be an ideal mechanic. On the other hand, there's going to be players that don't like that mechanic. This mechanic, for the sake of argument, Blue, this mechanic, and, and Bubba, tell me how you view this perspective, or Trader, you're still on the stage. This mechanic allows an alliance to play without sacrificing the daily payouts of their territory. Should that be considered when looking at you know, obviously, my interpretation of the original intent of this was to get people moving, to get people engaged. I would argue that this Bubba has gotten people engaged in a way that I didn't originally foresee, but it has provided engagement. Is it appropriate then to tell alliances that they cannot play unless they're willing to give up all their zones? Which, in fairness, was a position I took on the last Tor Force. Okay, I'm not. I'm not being a hypocrite. That was the position that I took, was that if you wanted to place, you needed to get up off your butt and move around, right? That's what I said. So now that this mechanic has presented, those alliances are able to play, but not getting any points from dropping all these pins gives another alliance a shot at winning the takeover. Even if the system is flooded with big whale ships, they are not competing for TC points against that whale alliance. So they're facing the same odds as somebody else who's coming in to contest that territory. And that alliance still has an opportunity to engage. Does this version allow more players to participate than what was done before? So you're asking if the current iteration is getting more participation. Uh, I don't think... Compared to, the, compared to the last run? No, I think what's getting the engagement, honestly, in this run is the PvP aspect. It's not the fact that it's turf wars and the rewards are great or we're really bored so we're just going to do this for, you know, kicks and giggles. Uh, I, I think it's, you know, the, the PvP XLB is, is what's getting most of the player engagement that I'm seeing on my server. If it were, honestly, if it were Turf Wars run just by itself, I think people would have ignored it. Well, just Turf Wars, but, tur- but Turf Wars has a PvP element in it. If you took the XLB, yeah, I, I, if you took the XLB yeah. out of it, there's still PvP points in Turf Wars. I, I'd, I'd argue that it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, the, the way I look at it is, is this: there is an alliance that's moving. They're literally doing it to beat everyone else, and they're getting the points. But if the intent of this 
this um, event is to get the alliances to kind of move around and change the outlook of the territory, it's not matter. Because in the end, there are specific um, territory bonuses that are very coveted. And in the end, the biggest alliances are going to go back to those. So all they're really doing is kicking around the small guys so they can get points. But they're going to go right back to where before. So, Baldwin, how do you fix turf wars? I mean, what, what can be the incentive, if not for getting people to engage in its core mechanic? I mean, I, how, I, honestly, like, I don't know. Um, like I said, uh, the rewards and said, I, I get the minimum amount of points and I'm happy with what I got. But like, I, I've done, I, I won Balance Hour when it first came out. I won the first turf wars. It's a lot of effort. It I, is a lot of effort. That's for sure. It is a lot of screen time. It's a lot of effort. And that's something we, since we've been so stuck on this turf wars, we haven't discussed the screen. It's getting worse. Like tomorrow, there are two non or non connected mining events and two non connected hostile events going on at the exact same time. As as like we're doing a lab day and an ISO mining SLB and SMS along with two Borg SMS and an SLB and a hostile event. Like that's a massive com. That's a massive amount of screen time for a Monday. And on top of that, we're doing the turf wars and the XSLB. Well, that's a Monday. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I get that, but it's also kind of hard for me to argue that you know more events is bad. We've we've literally one hundred percent of the time argued against against that. Like more events is good, and yeah, screen time may be higher with that, but therefore so are the rewards. I mean, that, that's kind of been the trade off. What we've seen it with lighter months come lighter rewards. So in this well, case, to, to use your terminology, I'm thinking synergy. Um, I, I my biggest complaint last month was like they would run. The, the, the swarm part of ROM on Monday instead of Sunday. There was right. absolutely no financial benefit to split those up because anyone who was going to spend money on mods or on blueprints would have easily done it on Sunday or Monday. So, so why break that up and give us more screen time than we needed? It just well, made sense to run it on Sunday. Uh, well, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I have already observed more uh, concurrently rewarding events this month than we saw last month. And, oh, and, agreed. and if there's, uh, and I haven't looked at, I haven't looked at it in detail. If there's a hostile hunt tomorrow, then Borg should at least, you know, partially satisfy that. It doesn't do much for players like Trader or Bubba Joe, but then you also still have your dailies, which in a lot of cases will at least contribute a majority of those, of those points to, you know, a hostile hunt. So, you know, I, I've observed more synergistic events this month than I have. Even today was one, right? You had a ticketed event for Swarm on Swarm Sunday. So, you know, that's already better. I mean, I'm pretty sure, Bubba, what was it? Maybe one event last month that carried synergy? Yeah, there was, there was more than one, but it was not very often. You also had a helps event today that uh, coincided with a helps ticketed event. Yeah, so, so I feel like that's been a little bit better. And, and if you are going to have a busier calendar, then you do need to have some of that synergy. I know, take like four shots. Um, but if, if, you know, I, I still fundamentally don't necessarily want to go back to, hey, let's make a lighter calendar because, you know, that, that oh, God, is no. not, that's not typically Last two months been boring. Yeah, that's not paid out. <laughs> it's not paid out real well. Can All I right, weigh well, in on your question? Uh, yeah, question please. About, I honestly do think that the only thing that Scopely can do to make perf wars and territories more relevant is to have a monthly rotation of services. The only significant movement on my server, the only significant permanent movement on my server, came when the, ro the services were rotated. 
and there was a some reshuffling uh, of the deck, so to speak. That's the only thing that's ever motivated my server, at least, and the big alliances to move. And even that movement was pretty minimal. But the Scopely, Scopely wants us to move. They want us to engage. The way the mechanism is set up, it, it disincentivizes us from doing that as players. Because everything is static. Now, yes. if, if, you, if you rotated those, all right, let's walk down this path for just a moment before we get ready to wrap up. The arguable, and I'm going to use this term in, in you know, finger quotes, the whale alliances, they're going to take what they want anyway, right? So if, if, if services moved, those powerful alliances without much objection are going to take what they want. The smaller alliances are still going to be left there to pick up the scraps or to pick up the extra territories that they want to have, right? That or, or whatever's left over. That's always going to be the case. Yes. If oh. might makes right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to happen. So if you rotate those services, you accomplish the goal of movement for sure. Right. Because then players are going to chase after, after what they want, but you're still facing this, this problem, this perception problem of what we're talking about here tonight. Well, the whales are just going to walk all over me. The whales are just going to take what they want. And, and what I'm looking for here to satisfy the community is how do you make this better for everybody? Because even, and while I would love territory shuffling, I would, all right, you're still not solving the problem of the whales are going to take what they want, right? Can I, can I so, give a very unpopular answer to your question? I, you listen, you could join the club. I'm a very, very bad guy tonight. <laughs> there, <Very>. there, <laughs> there is absolutely nothing that Scopely can do now to stop that from happening. As long as there is a pay-to-play path in this game, players are going to use it. And paying to play and progressing means that you get what you want, whether that's first place on an Alliance leaderboard, whether that's you know top five in the Mariner Avatar event, that's always going to happen in this game and there is nothing that anybody can do to stop that i agree which makes me a bad guy tonight so trader welcome to my club all right i'll be handing out t-shirts at the end of the show all right the the thing that people the thing that people have to realize about territory capture and and this i believe might be the three-hour summary right here bubba joe is that territory capture is inherently unfair. Yeah, it right? is. It is inherently unfair. Fair is non-existent when it comes to TC. Players need to acknowledge and understand what they are capable of. My alliance, for example, if I'm not mistaken, Bubba, you could tell me about permutations on the map. If I'm not mistaken... IJ, there's only one or two paths on the entire map that would allow a single alliance to hold two tier three zones. Is that correct? I think one or two paths. Two paths. Two. That I allow think, an alliance to hold two tier threes. Think has two tier threes. I know that Think does. And um, you did at one time, didn't you, IJ? Didn't you have the one there in the middle? I don't remember what it's called. And then you had the one over to like the eastern eastern part. 
or maybe maybe UNSF had that and you dropped down. I don't remember, but I think there's a second path kind of like in the northeast where you could actually draw and hold two tier threes. Here's the issue, all right? No matter what you do, trader's right. No matter what you do, an alliance is going to get what they want and take what they want if they have the capability of doing so. It will always be the, the next level alliances that can go in and fill in the gaps. Territory was invented to be a pure, unadulterated area for PvP. That's what it was created for. That's why the PvP bans were lifted, Bubba. It was meant to be a war zone. All right. For two years, this and see, this is where Scopely has just they've got to do better because Trader, if this event had launched two years ago, I don't feel that we would have this level of sentiment regarding it being unfair because for two years, territory has been a safe haven for two yeah. years. There's not been movement for two years. It's been a safe place to not shield, which is insane. <laughs> Not on our so, server, but yeah, I understand what you're saying, and you're right. So, D DJ, I think it depends on what is the objective of Turf Wars. If the objective of Turf, turf Wars is to drive engagement in territories, then this event is doing that, with the exception of the solo leaderboard driving people away. So I, I want to separate that for a second. The objective mm -hmm. of Turf Wars is to drive engagement in territory, and I think separate if you separate the solo leaderboard, it's definitely doing that. If the objective is to drive movement, you're not going to do that through an event. Just like Trader said, you're going to have to shake things up. I and, the way that you sh yeah. and, the and the way that you shake things up is you look at who is the number one alliance on the server, what territories did they take? Who's the number two alliance on the server, what territories did they take? You look at those abilities and go, all right, you know what we're going to do? This ability goes here. That next best ability, it's going on the other side of the map. That third best ability or the number one ability of the one alliance, it goes in the other corner of the map. You cannot get all of those abilities again, no matter where you go on the map. Now, reset the map, see what happens. That's how you will get movement across <laughs> the map. Now, I'm not saying you're going to you're gonna get or even you're gonna get order. I'm saying you do that, and that's how you drive movement, and that's how you drive change in territory capture. Well, you'll get that movement for about a month, right, Trader? The, the alliances sure. are going to go after what they want. And again, once everybody settles in, then it'll be static again. So yeah. th the problem, the only problem with that, and, and I think that you may be right, Bubba, maybe the intent of Turf Wars has shifted. And let me also be real clear. <clears throat> when I said last month or, or the last time this thing ran that the intent was to was to get people to move. That's what the scoring mechanics told me, right? That was what they wanted. They wanted people to drop pins. They wanted people to move. There was win points, yada, yada, yada. There were, there were incentives to pick up and move. Maybe I misinterpreted that. Maybe it was all about engagement. Because I can tell you, all right, regardless of how you may feel, player, uh, community, or whale, or trader, or bubba, they're very satisfied with what they're seeing right now now that's not to say that they're not unwilling to make changes we've already discussed very briefly on friday just after the first day um about what players are seeing and what players are feeling and and so i've been this last couple of minutes here letting you guys write my report all right so we're talking about hunter killer and, and i'll be honest with you 
Hunter Killer as a solo leaderboard, I could see separating that, Bubba. But the PvP points, I think that has to stay. All right? I mean, you guys know I owned this a couple of days ago. I wrote this piece to get people to not just drop pins. So I feel like that's got to stay. Now, does it need to be rebalanced? Absolutely, because it was written with the expectation of lag. Okay? So the 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 PvP points absolutely probably need to be relooked at. My gut tells me maybe 100. I need to go back and look at the math now of what's capable. I mean, real quick, addressing lag. How many people said? Uh, how many battles are you getting? For those of you who are doing heavy PvP, Trader, how many battles are you getting inside a 30-minute takeover? The, oh, low I the lowest number I got was 88. And my busiest takeover, I had 100-something, like 112. That is unprecedented when it comes to lag. I, I agree. I have not... We haven't had our full... Because we do have coalitions on our server. We haven't had like a full-bore coalition fight um, yet. But based on the number of ships I've seen in territories PvPing, I haven't noticed a lag that I normally would be seeing. Um, so I think whatever they did, they've, you know, done it pretty effectively. And I wish they would have done it much sooner. It was the tokens. Ripper said it. Like, you know, are you it was serious? Like, seriously? I mean, that was, that's what they took out. They took out the damn tokens. Traitor. Okay. I'm joking. Obviously I'm joking. I don't know if that was directly it or not, but Bubba, it was pretty ironic that we got a silent unannounced patch. Well, we announced it a day before. Remember on the show, it, it happened Thursday and then TC starts on Friday and all of a sudden there's no lag. It was the tokens all along. Damn steel tokens. Yeah, um, you know, what replaced the lag is all the crashing now. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, I haven't had I haven't had as much problem with that, but I've been playing mostly on PC. I really do most of my PC, uh, most of my gaming on the PC anymore. So I, I do have a little bit better stability, I think there. But so yeah, it was all it was all the tokens. Um, I I come back to K21's point. He was like, "Listen, guys, I think we got to be careful. We're looking at this event with the most engagement we've ever seen. Maybe unbalanced, all right. But Hunter Killer, the Hunter Killer mechanic itself." has been the delta it is what has drawn engagement to turf wars bubba you remove that no i i disagree it, it in on some servers you heard it from the from the guys from server eight that came up it is actually driving engagement away now the difference is right hunter killer has negative points right there are no negative points in the alliance leaderboard so if you want to send out and you want to hit people and be hit there's no penalty for your alliance. I agree with you. The PvP mechanic has to stay in Turf Wars. It has to stay in the alliance leaderboard. But if you separate the mechanic that, again, whether it's realized or not, whether or not you had a chance to compete in the leaderboard or there's 250 spots or 25 spots, players are reacting to that leaderboard saying, I do not want to score negative points. I'm not going to send. I'm not going to engage. If you separate that event from Turf Wars, I think you're right. I think Turf Wars itself will drive engagement up. Again, the points you said might need to be adjusted. I think it might be, need to be adjusted a little bit more than you think it is. Because like you said, I was well over 100 in most of the territories I went to. And I was limiting my targets. If I was hitting everybody, I'd have been well over two or 300 per territory. 
right? So I think you got to think about that. But it, and I agree, DJ Gert, base hits is another issue that needs to be talked about. But I think that the PvP part of Turf Wars needs to stay. But I think the solo leaderboard needs to go and be separate. Okay. I, and I can get behind that. And, and I also agree. Uh, and well, I can get behind. I mean, I, I didn't have a major problem, but I, I can't agree. And I can see the sentiment overwhelming that, that it, the negative points need to either be eliminated or severely dropped. All right. I don't know that they're going to eliminate them. They wanted players to have skin in the game. So, uh, you know, maybe it's two fifty for a win and, and a hundred for a loss, maybe, or 50 for a loss. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll advocate for removing it. Um, I don't know that they're going to go that far because it was specifically talked about. We had advanced knowledge of that. It was brought up that it that it needed to be a second look, and they were they were they wanted to run it this way. So uh, we'll we'll advocate for for pushing that. Um, regarding turf wars, I know that the tech doesn't exist for requiring it to drop a pin, but after seeing it in action, I'm not a hundred percent sure that it is a bad thing, even without the pin drop. You know, as, as far as the turf wars mechanic itself. Now, obviously, I do still think that it would be better. But let me ask, IJ, real quick, as we're getting ready to wrap up, you're still on the stage. Are you still here, IJ? Can you hear? Or Trader, I'll ask you. Can, oh, can, there's IJ. Um, can you hear me? I got you, buddy. <clears throat> let me ask you, if if the event, if Turf Wars, let's take Hunter Killer out of it, so it's completely gone. If Turf Wars alone was the mechanic for PvP kills, but it required you to drop a pin would your alliance have engaged? I think I'm, I may have but actually asked it, you this it, already. It depends on the rewards, but but I don't think so. I mean, the 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 thing that when I'm listening to everybody, but I'll tell you that what's driving the engagement for us is the solo leaderboard. So if you take that mechanic out and just make this kills within a TC, I don't think you'll get nearly as much participation. And then we'll get back to, because what we do, we want to win the event. So we're going to look, well, how many points can we get for this three-star? How many can we get for this? And we'll just get back to to moving, you know, alliances out of their territory to win an event, which I, that, you know, don't like that. But um, this solo leaderboard has really picked up participation, and that's what's driving the whole thing, in my opinion. Trader, how do you respond to that? Because... It first of all, did you hear anything? You no, could, I couldn't hear right, anything. Bubba, you can hear him, right, Bubba? You heard it. Yep. So yes. uh, what he said was, listen, if you remove the solo leaderboard, he said that's what's driving his team, and that's what's driving the engagement, at least here within our server, and probably within a lot of servers, right? You guys are saying the whales are out in force. The whales are hunting. The whales are keeping me from my zones. The whales are interfering. That's what everybody's saying. IJ, this is not exclusive to our server. The solo leaderboard is driving the whale alliances everywhere to participate in this event. IJ says you remove that component and we're right back to where we were, which is non-engagement, well, non-interest. Oh, hang on. You asked a slightly different question. So I want to I amend the question. So IJ, if you didn't have to drop a pin, but there were PVP points, so you could boost your alliance total, more or less guaranteeing that you can win the alliance leaderboard but you don't have to give up any of your territories. So you don't have to drop a pin to be able to engage. You get the PVP points that you're getting now, but the solo leaderboard is gone. Would your alliance engage? Well, that gets back to the alliance rewards, right? So if, right. It's, if, if the alliance rewards are so you know, incredibly good, well, then, yeah, we'll make an alliance event and we'll go in there and do that. But 
I think most people are competing on the solo part. And just like with anything, people are competitive and, and want to, especially with cross server, you know, people want to compete and that's what's driving it. So I, I don't, I, I, without seeing rewards, I wouldn't be able to answer that. Sure. No, it's all and, about rules, right? I get and that. so, yeah. And so, for those who can't hear, this is terrible. I, I, you guys have just got to go back and listen to the podcast. But what he's saying is that the solo leaderboard has been a driving force for his team. Now, obviously, ALB rewards would determine whether or not they were going to engage with the PvP skill, a kill scoring mechanic, even if it was still embedded into turf wars, but even then his alliance may or may not engage depending on what those rewards are. And that is not a new observation, Bubba. We've talked about the rewards, rewards not being worth this, rewards not being worth that. And Trader even said, listen, one repair of my ship exceeds the amount of Tritanium I get paid in rewards for the entire seven-day event. So would players be as encouraged to participate in an ALB where they can't recover their costs even if the PvP mechanic was still there, right? And it sounds like the answer may be no. At least in IJ's case, we'd have to talk to other whales, but I would imagine that the SLB is weighing in heavily there, all right? But, now, DJ, this, uh, in my alliance, it's not the whales talking. This is the mid-level free-to-play players that are saying, hey, when's the next TC event? We're going. <laughs> it's not the whales. Well, and I and I get that there is, you know, IJ, you and I had talked about this a couple of days ago. And, and what IJ said is that that the most excitement in his alliance is coming from the mid range player, um, you know, like the, the mid 30s to low 40s is where the most excitement is coming out of his alliance. And and while I give that all the credit in the world, there probably is one very overwhelming reason for that, which is the reason that I've shared with you guys that I left the number one alliance on our server is I'm sure they're very excited about that because not only are they probably enjoying the PVP, of course, but there's also a little less danger and a little less risk involved for those players because you guys are a formidable opponent. You're all but guaranteed victory. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the biggest reasons that I left think was that I didn't want <clears throat> that path anymore. I wanted to open my eyes a little bit to some of the struggles and some of the perspectives of other players. And, and I think that's what's largely getting missed here tonight. People think I'm off my rocker when I'm talking about this event, Bubba Joe, but I intentionally left the number one ranked alliance. I left the whale alliance. I joined the number nine ranked alliance where I'm second place in power. Like I'm the second most powerful player and I'm still driving my team to do something good with this event. And I think a lot of players have that capability too, but our perception or maybe not perception, but the, the routine that we have fallen into regarding territory has now been flipped on its head, Bubba Joe. And lag is a large piece of that. I suspect, and I could be wrong, but I suspect on many servers, just the absence of lag is going to increase activity in and of itself. Well, but then I again, agree. I then think, again, think, it, it may not. I, as as Aces High points out, lag has been helpful. Well, eh, why would you think lag is helpful if for no other reason than it allowed you a buffer or allowed you a state of gameplay that was relaxed or not really what was intended? 
You know, Bubba, I mean, if if lag had been fixed two years ago, I don't think we're having this conversation, if I'm being honest with you. Trader, do you feel that that territory has become a safe space, that, that territory owners have, in fact, become complacent? Would coalitions even exist if lag was never there? I mean, coalitions were formed to lag out the systems. That's no, why you that's- made so many... No. no, no, they were there. No. They were no. there to help combat the larger alliances, right? So yes. you couldn't have an alliance of eighty take out another alliance of sixty, but just by having bigger ships, right? The okay. eighty, yeah, they'll come in and they'll be fighting against six hundred players. Mm. So they they can't they can't kill enough people, right? So I think that there would still be coalitions, but maybe not nearly to the level that there are today. Um, t- which is there to lag out the system, right? Fill up the system. So maybe that is interesting because I, I do think IJ will tell things. you that's interesting to me, and that does fall outside of my experience because IJ, when this whole thing first started, that was exactly what it what had happened, right? Like even against you, you were an alliance that was that was uh, the, the, the alliances on my server chose to fight you by preventing your entry into the system right i mean that happened ij disappeared on me but that happened on 15 it it was um the coalitions in my opinion they started to get numbers up against the larger alliances to fight a, a larger um to fight a larger foe with sheer numbers the lag part came in as a secondary uh benefit uh when we found out that if you could fill a system with those numbers, and then you could lag out a system. You could actually prevent people from even coming in. That was a, that was after the coalitions were really formed. Yeah, and, and Mark's spot on with with that. I mean, the our co- the coalition that my alliance is in is was formed surely for having numbers to help fight the lag and locking a system down. That that was just scopely not being able to do what they needed to do. And we took advantage of it, but that wasn't why we formed the coalitions on our server anyway. Fair enough. <clears throat> a lot of people in the chat agreeing, saying that wasn't the reason for the coalition, but it certainly contributed to the reason for keeping coalitions. And, and maybe, maybe that's the case. I mean, even now, Baldwin's saying that is still, that is a strategy on my server still. Hopefully it's not anymore. Um, Ace is high on server 13 says it is then and is now a known tactic and used, um, general chaos on 187 says coalitions were there to allow people to mine in peace. Um, so there, there are, you know, Cruzito on server 13, this is what we do now, you know? So I don't know, man, like I wonder now that lag is gone. Now that players could potentially fight on their own, does this affect the coalition mindset? That's a conversation for another day, but I'd like to, I'd like to come back to it at some point. Folks, I have thoroughly uh, not enjoyed being your villain tonight, but I feel like this conversation absolutely had to happen. Um, and, and I am, as a PvPer, and not even a whale, IJ beat, he smacked me around like a ragdoll. And I still had fun with this event. I hate to take a seven-day event, Bubba Joe, and say it's not for everybody. But you know what? There was an eight-day mining event where I said the same thing. You know? 
it's not for everybody. And I totally understand that there's a lot of people in this game that don't like PvP. There's a lot of people in this game that don't like mining. Unfortunately, mining is, is a requirement. You have to, whether you like it or not. PvP is largely avoidable. And I think that's where the largest cry comes from in an event like this where people feel like they're being forced to do so. And, and I come back, and I know it's not a popular thing to say, but I do come back to say, hey, listen, this is no different in my mind than any other type of leaderboard or any other style of event in which you just got to decide whether or not it's, it's good for you, whether or not it's worth it for you, and in this case, your team. You know, I, if there were I, the eight-day mining board, I, I, did, I looked at it for a half a second, Mark. You decided it was worth eight days of your life. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't make that decision. I, I have much regret now. <laughs> you know, shy, you have a lot of regret now. Listen, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe regret right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Eight maybe I'll never get back. <laughs> maybe I regret uh, the engagement that I've put into to this version of Turf Wars, but I don't, I don't know. I'm actually enjoying it right now. Unlike Mark on day four of his mining event, who literally started hating his life. All right, so so there are players, and listen, we can see them in the chat, although maybe, maybe not quite as many. You know, K21 says PvP is, in fact, a choice. Sometimes it's your choice, sometimes it's someone else's choice, which is fair, all right? But Shiny also comes back and says, listen, having a good time. One week of PvP madness in the last three years. I don't know if that's entirely accurate, Shiny. We've had PvP events before, but this is certainly one of the ones most complained about. And for that, I'm a little bit puzzled. I mean, not really puzzled. I understand, but I think it stems from, and I'm going to use a phrase that, that maybe some people find offensive, but I think it stems from a place of complacency with regards to territory capture. And I believe that what we are beginning to see now that lag has at least seemingly been solved is I bet that we will see more opportunities for players to engage here. And I do say opportunity, maybe not a requirement, but it, it'll certainly be an event. It'll certainly have rewards and you will certainly have the choice as to whether or not you engage, but PVP is a real thing. And if we actually balance 50, 50, the PVP events in this game with PVE, Oh, boy, the tears that would flow, Bubba Joe. It's already an 85-15 split. So let the PVPers have a day, or in this case, seven. Uh, K21 says it would be tears of joy. Bubba, I, I would also like to give you an opportunity to kind of wrap up and, and give your closing monologue here. Um, I fundamentally don't agree or don't disagree that this event was not perfect, but I think it is on the right track. And, and I, for one, will enjoy continuing the conversation, not only with you guys, but with Scopely, uh, continuing to make some iterations. And I will now emboldenly say, Bubba Joe, that I am proud of the reiterations that I suggested. And I think it helped this event, although people think I'm an ass. Go ahead, Bubba Joe. You get ready to wrap up. I think he left. Did he leave? Oh, did he get so mad? He might be on timeout. <laughs> oh, is he? Was he on timeout? That's hilarious. Who, who timed you out, Bubba? Arian. 
Arian, we're doing a freaking show here. You can't time out the co-host, okay? It was, it was for 60 seconds. You can't time out the co-host when, I come, when I'm coming to the co-host. God. I, li I lifted it. So funny. All right. Um, <laughs> Baba Best Joe, show ever. That, is it? Uh, not, I don't feel that way. I feel like I feel like I feel like the village idiot today, but but not really. I'm oh, justified. I feel justified, although you guys look at me like I'm I'm the village idiot, but I feel very vindicated um in this event. Bubba Joe, uh your closing monologue, anything you'd like to say, we'll get ready to wrap up. Yep, he's still gone. See I, he's Arian, you 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 timed him out. Now he came back, he turned his phone, and now nobody can flip and hear him. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. The greatest close ever uh, right here. Well, now see, uh, you know what, Blue, let me let me read this real quick while we're waiting on Bubba to come back. He says, DJ, you're not going to win defending pay to win issues, buddy. I, I mean, knock, knock. OK, McFly. Hello, TC and PVP and unbanded PVP in territory capture was never about being fair. Let me repeat this in case somebody's having a hard time understanding it. TC is not fair. There. I said it. Okay. Trader agreed. Mm -hmm. Bubba agreed. Mm -hmm. Okay. TC is not fair. You know, it's not. So you got to do the best with what you've got. All right. I am defending the event in the way that this mechanic has presented for two and a half years. PVP banning didn't exist down here because of the mechanic for takeovers. All right. And I'm not going to go against that. I like what territory represents. I think it should have been handled with a lot more priority and a lot more care and a lot more TLC two years ago. And again, yes, I firmly believe that if players didn't settle into their zones, if players didn't get lazy, and yes, I'm using that word, if players didn't get complacent in territory, we're not having this conversation today. If territory had always been the wild, wild west, if territory had always been the knockdown, drag them out, if territory had always been the place where there are no rules and players never got used to anything different, then this event is not hated. It supports the narrative. They're just two years late. Bubba, I give you the final word. Are you back? You got me? I got you. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'll say. So I, I don't think that, I think that this event is significantly better than the events that preceded it. I understand. I've heard the, the conversation on server eight. I think I honestly believe if you separate the leaderboard from the territory capture event, I think it will drive some of your concerns down. Uh, I think the event is not perfect. I think it can be improved, but I do believe, actually do believe this is a better iteration than we've had before. It is a step in the right direction. And something like this with some minor improvements, I think is something that's going to be positive for the game. It is driving engagement. Uh, people are learning how to crew PvP. People are learning. Uh, I'm getting blown up by the G5 ships here. Let me bring in my Rialta and run around and score points for my alliance that way. There are things that people are learning that they haven't had to learn for a couple of years, and I think that drives a positive performance. It drives engagement, and I think that's all positive. 
It's not perfect. I hope this is not the end result of what we get for this event, and I think it can be improved. But this is a this is a quantum leap step forward. Well worth the four months we took off to to get this event better. I am going to take a second to digest what Bubba Joe just said because it feels like he agreed with me, and that's a very unusual feeling. Did oh, that wait, just was happen? I to take the other position? No, no, it's fine. I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm totally good with it. Uh, yeah, K21 says, don't get used to it. I, I, I assumed, I assumed that he was going to come in and disagree with me fundamentally. So it threw me off guard when he's like, oh yeah, you know, good job, DJ. Well, I, I was staying in chat and you got me a timeout, so I figured this was the time I have to agree with you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Arian changed your opinion by timing you out. Right. That's funny. Um, and you know what? Listen, I'm good with that. Nathan says he agrees with a tempered version of your position. And that's probably very fair. That's probably very accurate. Um, you know, I, I I am an avid PvPer. I love it. So I, I am going to be naturally biased a little bit more towards the Wild West mechanics here. That said, I think Bubba Joe is erring on the side of logical math. It's not that he doesn't like the PvP. It's not even that he disagrees with the whales being able to run the event. Uh, I, I believe he is being a little bit more cognizant of the logical math of the scoring. And and I don't disagree with that. Bubba Joe's a positive influence on my math. So we've got a decent report. We've got a decent set of, of comments to take back up. And moreover, I don't think they're unreasonable. And we take a look at the Hunter Killer solo leaderboard and we and we remove uh you know some of the negative point scoring. I don't know if it narratively works to separate this as IJ says there's a lot of engagement and that, at this point, Bubba, is, is really difficult to determine whether or not it was because of Hunter Killer or whether it was because of the points killing in the ALB. IJ says it's the solo leaderboard. Rex says it's the solo leaderboard. Trader even kind of indicated it was the solo leaderboard. Um, and so removing that mechanic may end up being damaging to the progress that was made here. But... It is probably going to take another run or two with some modifications before we kind of really figure it out. And if in the meantime, we were able to find a way to, to I guess, see, I, I don't even know to, if, I am, if I'm in the camp of, of requiring that pin anymore, Bubba, because the engagement we saw here was so good. And if players are thinking that it is because of the solo leaderboard, then you can't make it dependent on a pin. No, and I agree there. I don't think, I think that the requiring of the pin was to force people to move around, but I actually prefer that, right? I, when, when you described this event to us on Wednesday, I was concerned, obviously, because I said you were boned. I think that this is a significantly better outcome. It's driving PvP. People are not being globally displaced. I have seen some pictures like, look at all these empty spots. I get it. Some people are being displaced. It's not like it was before. Right, People are coming in, they're PvPing, they're scoring that way, and they're more or less leaving the territory alone because they can get more points just from PvP than they can for winning. They're not upsetting the alliance that had the territory, they're not making a new enemy, they're scoring the points that they want. It's a win-win-win for everyone. Obviously the people that are losing the PvP aren't overly happy, but they're keeping the territory. Right, So I think mm -hmm. you can't drop the pin. I think if you drop the pin, you fundamentally change the dynamic of this event. 
I'd love to see this event run without the solo leaderboard and see if we get the same engagement. If you do, or something that's a reasonable approximation of it, then I think that kind of points to that people are happy to engage in PvP when they're rewarded to do so. And if it doesn't get the engagement, or there's almost no engagement and no PvP, well then, it really does tie to the rewards, right, of that solo leaderboard, which could, again, be that the rewards weren't good enough for the Alliance leaderboard, or that people really want to that individual ranking on a solo leaderboard. And so there's going to be, have to be some testing to see what happens. Well, and maybe the logical first test is to uh, kind of go with a lot of your guys' early reaction, which is just to eliminate the, the negative points. And I, because I don't see that stopping IJ. IJ's not taking losses, you know, at least not very many. Um, and so maybe even this would encourage even more players to get out of their shell trader if they did pick up 25 or 50 points even if they got killed you know that is going to encourage more people to get out because then it does become an activity driver right being killed one time is not as good as being killed a hundred (laughs) times so you know not that you should be trying to go out there and get killed a hundred times but i'm just saying listen if, if your strategy about this has been that it's so hopeless against the whales then at least you could be rewarded for taking the time to throw out some Rialtas and give IJ some extra points. So yeah, I mean, maybe, if, maybe if that's a logical that. next step. Yeah. I, I Actually, I think that actually might be, might be a good next step. You give, I don't know, pick a number, 100 points to win, 20 points to lose. At least you're there. I mean, it's something. Well, and it does, it, it's going to reward time. Yeah. It's going to reward it's- extra engagement. DJ, that also presents a new, a new mechanic. So specifically, I haven't been into any of the territories touching any PvP because I just I I wouldn't win against any of the people that we'd be fighting with. So if that were introduced as a mechanic, that would mean that I, as a smaller player or small-ish player, could go in and utilize my smaller ships to tie up the bigger players, allowing mm-hmm other people at mid-level to go in and fight and not be killed immediately upon entry or coordinate even with my team and say, okay, guys, you know, go in at the northwest corner and and we'll try and break through the line there. So I think that that would produce new mechanics and potentially more engagement because of that. I agree. Nathan says he calls it strategy. Rex even says, who has, by the way, uh, and Rex, I wish you would come to the stage a little bit earlier, or if you did, I missed your name. But Rex has been a staunch supporter of this version of the event. And even he says, listen, suicide kamikaze tactics versus whales were essentially removed in this run because of the current negative scoring mechanic. It would be uh, very advantageous for and, and he loves this event, so he doesn't want to see it, it go away, but obviously wants to see more players happy with it and perhaps this participation uh, mechanic on losses may potentially be able to do that. So there we go. Four hours it took for us to make one simple change. Let's remove negative points, Bubba. Next, uh, we will spend four hours on uh, figuring out how to mine isogen the fastest. All right, that's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up next. Let's spend four hours more days. K21, just to answer your question real quick, would that change the event to kill trading? I don't think so, uh, because I, I would probably endorse it being pretty low, like maybe 100 points for a win and five points for a loss or 10 points for a loss. Where And even, listen, some people even said 
listen, just make it zero, right? If you made it zero, just no negative points. Uh, and I, I might even be okay with that. I, listen, and, and maybe one, maybe one point. If you're trying to make it so that it's not, you know, just a loss, I don't know. We, we can discuss. Rex is thinking 100 to one. Maybe it's 100 to five. It definitely shouldn't be, you know, enough to outweigh a kill mechanic. Um, but DJ Gurr also points out that kill trading would be pretty daggone difficult when territories are actually active. And that's true. You don't have time to set up. You know, you don't have time to set up with a partner. Like, you know, somebody's going to be moving around and hunting. If you see people, kill them. All right. So, uh, so, you know, all that can be happening. So anyway, listen, we've done way more time than, than really what I intended to do. I've been sitting in my driveway for a little while, Bubba Joe, but I thank you guys very much for tuning into the show tonight and, uh, and for hanging out and, and even naysayers of this event. DJ Gurr says, I know I. Would have been very happier without negative points. I, you know, if Blue Mandalorian said, hey, listen, I'll give you a pass on everything tonight because he's been very, very yelly at me. I give you a pass on everything if we remove the negative points. If even we satisfy Blue Mandalorian for the purposes of this event, I feel like it has to be a win, Bubba Joe. I mean, he's done nothing but scream and yell at me in the chat all night. Nicely, by the way, as a buddy would. He's just like, you know, he's that buddy. That's like at the bar and be like, dude, this is a terrible idea. Like, absolutely do not do that. No, no. Lighting that on fire is a horrible idea. Please do not. <laughs> please do not do that. Um, yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what Blue Mandalorian has to say about it here shortly. Everybody, my name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you for sticking with us tonight on an extended version of Talking in Cars with DJs. The big controversy over Turf Wars and the new hunter-killer mechanic. Uh, Nathan, you know what? I want to read this real quick. He says, thank you for taking all the incoming tonight. Respect. You know, Bubba Joe, I told you, even Snake Eyes told me not to do a show tonight. Snake Eyes said, listen, you are not going to be a popular guy tonight. I said, listen, it's okay. It needs to be talked about. And I know that, that, it wasn't probably the most popular opinion, but you know what? We got to the end of it and we got a positive outcome and I am happy to advocate for what you guys are asking for in this regard. I will not advocate for removing it. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I am your friendly neighborhood cat person saying very much. Thank you. Very special. Thank you to uh, our panel tonight, especially trader who is being called upon. I, I have received a ton of mail about you uh and wanting to make you a more regular piece of the show so thank you very much for always finding the time to spend with us bubba joe of course arian and uh obviously our studio engineer steven Tarrant tonight for taking care of the recording of the show and all others who contributed their opinions thank you to my special guest tonight ij from server 15 the big bad whale and uh, i appreciate all of you so very very much for contributing to this community-based show it is indeed community and never before have I been accused of only representing one side? I may have had a personal view, Bubba, but I think we still were able to represent all positions on this, and that is what I am so most proud of with this show, is that it can, maybe even lopsided accidentally at times, but it does eventually get to the point where everybody gets a chance to say their piece, even you, Shorts, who says, I don't feel loved. You know, you're so grumpy, but I like you. Anyway, thank you for being here. Uh, everybody, appreciate you. This has been a subset of the Talking Trek podcast recorded live in front of a studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is, in fact, Ultimate DJs. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow for now. Good night, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.